Well, you're new. You are a uh, ad backside attack. Advex Abe. You are a new pilot. You're not. Uh, you're not like uh, terrible. Yeah, you don't. Want, you don't want me in the seat of an F-16. I don't think I want a lot of people in the seat of an yeah. F-16. If I had to pick one person I knew in the seat of an F-16, what am I doing with my OCD? Why is it? Why am I squaring things up? I don't do that usually. I do that. I, I do, but I don't usually do it here because I don't want people. It's like this is at a forty-five degree angle. Well, that's that's yeah. See, and I would have to have them at nineties. Yeah, because I can't. I don't want to grab like this. I want to grab like <clears throat> that. Well, that's the thing. Mm-hmm. That's the FBI tilt. Yeah, you have to have the FBI tilt. Mm-hmm. So when you pull, you can pull and cock and get. That's right. Prepared. Yeah, I, I, that's when I was going through my job interview. I was like just forty-five degree angle, like perpendicular to the guy, yes. and just handle one hand on the table like this, and then answer, answer questions like this. Okay, like that. Now uh, you've been taking uh, interviews for a new position. Yeah, would you say that? Being on a podcast has made you more at ease, and you end up in turn oh, actually sure, yeah. bringing them into your world rather than the other way around. Yeah, exactly. And that's what I kind of feel, right? Yeah, and it it also helps you um, give uh, if, if someone is like talking about something that, that you know about. Yeah, you can actually like just fill in and be like, you know what? Oh, you know what? You're oh, you're doing that here. Okay, you know what? Here's a check this out. I'm like, here's check this out. I'm like, listen to this, and I'm or, or um, here's a friendly reminder, or you have your thought about this. <laughs> Yeah, so like uh, I was thinking about that. Like I'm like when you're when you're talking to somebody, mm-hmm. it's almost like in a weird way you NLP the interview into, your, into the interview. Like you're talking to them and they're interviewing you before you realize it. You guys are on the same level. Like you've brought them out of the interview mode and you've made them your friend. Oh yeah, yeah. And plus, like when it comes to like my field of work, you talk, you share horror stories. Uh, oh, for sure. And then uh, how you dealt with them, and uh, um, and then when you hear someone like when you hear. Uh, Oh man, I know how you feel. Or yeah, I've been there. You're just yeah. like, okay, you know what? It's uh, barriers are barriers are completely broken down. Well, your industry is very much like somebody screws up, and the story, the horror story, is that guy lost an arm. Yeah, like it's not so yeah. much. And then that guy got kicked out. It's like no, yeah. that guy lost his arm. He lost his arm, or that guy uh, was in a coma for a month and a half. Yeah, or he's not coming home at all. Yeah, so, he's not yeah, coming home at all. Uh, it's, uh, it's a pretty, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty. Uh, Pretty dangerous, but uh, it's so un- it's so avoidable. Yeah, that's the thing. It's, right? it's so well, avoidable. If yeah. people don't know, it's it's mostly like uh, like uh, construction. Stuff, it's yeah. Right? It's, it's 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 all across the board. It's all across the board, but all the the, construction it, style injuries. Yeah, construction, um, oil field, oil field, um, large heavy equipment operation. Yeah, or like yeah, you know, or just saws. like yeah, going from that, or then going to like uh, like engineering projects or whatever mm-hmm. it is, um, or. Um, doing drug and alcohol, drug and alcohol testing. Oh that, yeah, for sure. That's right? the worst. A lot of potheads. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Or no, drinking on the job. No, is if you're if you're in a safety sensitive position, you yeah. know, you know you're supposed to not not you know that you're not supposed to do it. But uh, for um, uh, for people who are uh, know that they shouldn't be doing it, but they do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Then you have to break it to them. Like, yeah, you know, you do know you're gonna fail. You did fail. The you you tested non negative, right? And they're like. No man, I was like, how's that possible? And <laughs> how's I was like, that possible? I'm like, no, I'm like, that means you have to like sit them down and, and call their employer, yeah, yeah, and be like, yeah, we just tested uh, Chad or whatever. Oh, and, I love that you went with Chad. Oh, uh, whatever. <laughs> it's always a Chad. Yeah. Um, I used to work with a guy named Chad. Like, he was one. Of, he was one of my clients. He's a fucking great dude. And uh, uh, he's like, uh, they'd be like, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, can you? Did they beg you? I'm like, oh, what do you, yeah, for yeah, sure. Like, like what are you begging me for? I'm like, I can't like give you like i can't cheat on this test i'm like i have to give you the result i have to give your employer the results mm-hmm. uh i can't give you a fake a card saying that you passed and then uh but the best was uh this this east i'm not sure if i told you but this east indian kid came in mm-hmm. and uh like i was making fun because i'm east indian too but we're both east indian so we can both laugh at it but uh 
he was uh he walked in with his dad and his dad's like uh pure uncle and uh he's, <laughs> and then he goes uh i said i talked, I talked to his dad i said Saskia, uncle how are you and he's like Saskia, how are you and i said and his son was like like eight, 17, 18 maybe, right? Oh, no. But like that that age, like I, I, kids these days, I fuck, I fucking hate those kids. And because uh, just they're like not the, not all of them are like that, but but only but only these kids are like that. Yeah, they're not all like that, but the ones that are like that are those kids. Yeah, yeah. and so yeah, he's part of that generation. And so he yeah. had that that arrogant look to him. He's like, yeah, I work for my dad. I don't have to take shit from anybody, right? And then. Um, uh, like a kid who's never gonna appreciate anything in his life, Mm-mm. and uh, like that's the vibe I got from him. And then we, yeah, so so when I yeah, so when I got him in the testing room, mm-hmm. he's like, uh, I said, "Okay, I need to see some ID, right?" And then he's like, "Oh, I, I don't have, I don't carry ID. Not, I don't to... have any. Yeah, I don't or I forgot it." He goes, "No, I don't carry ID." I'm like, "You don't have any ID on you?" And he's like, "No, I got my gym pass. That's about it." He's wearing his Jordans. He's wearing like all this shit that he probably didn't pay for his dad. I just want to snap this kid's neck. Oh right yeah, now. I want to break this kid in half. Jesus. Yeah, and so. Uh, I was, t- I was looking at him I'm like I'm ready to snap with you and I was like but then I was like then I go to his dad I'm like uh, I'm like uncle can you con- can you confirm that this is this, this is his name and he's like so I took him out of there I'm like can you confirm that this is his name mm-hmm. and he's like yeah this is my son I said okay fine so then I took him inside and then I tested him uh like nothing because he's, t- he's too too much of a kid to drink so he had yeah. nothing on he had nothing on him then I gave him the drug test and he tested uh non-negative which oh, of course he had tons of it in his system yeah, yeah of course so then I so I brought it back, brought him back to the room, and so I took the label off. And it's very easy. To, I could teach you how to do a drug test in ten seconds. Yeah, I've seen. Them. Yeah, these, all you have to do is, yeah, you just you just do it in a cup. Yeah, and then you just take off the label. Then it t- under whatever's blank means like under THC. If it's blank, that means there's he has THC in his system. Mm-hmm. So I told him like uh, he's like, are you? I goes, are you sure? And he starts telling me, how's that possible? Uh, are you uh, sure? Dude. Yeah, he's just struggling for no. words. I said, look. I'm like, look at the label. See that? That blank? Yeah. I'm like, it's blank. It's, there's not like a tinge of red. I'm like, it's blank. That means you have it in your system. And then You've he goes, been smoking all week, kid. Yeah. And so then he goes into panic mode. Then I was yeah. like, uh, sorry, I had to sit there until he ran out of words. And then he just keeps going. And he's like, he goes, no, man. He goes, can you just tell my dad that... Uh, that uh, um, I was at a party and I, I just, I just, it was secondhand. I'm like, I'm like, I'm not telling your dad anything. <laughs> I'm like, you can tell him that. Yeah, you tell him whatever yeah, you want. Yeah, you tell him that. I'm telling, I have to tell your dad that you failed a drug test. Yeah, that's all I have to do. Yeah, yeah. So went out there, and then his his kid is just like he went from like, like, just kicking it to like begging me for mercy. Kicking it to shitting it. Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> man. Yeah, you kicking he it. He went from like, uh, he went from classy to ashy, man. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, and then, oh, terrible. And then he, uh, so I went out there. And uh, I, this is every East Indian kid's worst nightmare, dealing with their parents. They can deal with anybody else, but if their parents, you're, you're, if, you're, if you disappoint your parents or do any of that shit. Man, they're ballsy with everybody. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, if I got, caught, mom and dad yeah, if I got, if I got caught with, like, with drugs in my system at, like, 17 or something mm-hmm. like that, my parents would kill me. And, uh, yeah. Like, or, or, or they give me that look <laughs> where, like, they give you that look where, like, I can't believe you're my son. And, uh, or they just don't say shit to you for, like, a month. Yeah. And that silent treatment, you're like, they know. For a, well, I mean, they not only do they know they they know and they're pissed. They're pissed that and you they're not going to. Yeah, talk and, they're, to and they're pissed that you didn't tell them about yeah. that. And uh, so this kid, uh, I said, I, I said I have to tell him. So then I went to his uh, dad and I said, Hi, Uncle, um, uh, yeah, your son tested non-negative for uh, for THC. Negative. He it's did, great. Yeah, and I think yeah, he didn't exactly. <laughs> he didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Oh, it's a negative. That was, yeah, that was too much technical jargon for him. <laughs> so then he goes, uh, he goes, he goes non-negative. That's for THC. He goes, what's THC? I said, uh, oh, that's marijuana. And he's like, non-negative? That's good. I'm like, no, no, uncle. You don't understand. He has- Not he, negative. He has it in his system. Yeah. A negative would be that he has nothing. Non-negative means he has it in his system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he, so why do they not say positive? 
Negative means you tested negative, which means you don't have it in your system. No, but what I mean is non-negative. So I, never, why, you know what, I never figured that out. Like, I, the jargon could be so much easier. Like, he tested positive. Yeah, exactly. As opposed to, like, he's non-negative. Well, I know. I guess maybe the maybe the lingo is, like, it's, it's less harsh, I guess. I, I wonder if there's, like, degrees to it. Like, you know, if you test positive, well, that the, could mean you have second well, this, hand. It, it, it kind of depends on you because, like, let's say if a guy tested, let's say he's like, yeah, I've been, I've been going clean for, like, whatever. And then you see, if you can see, like, even a tinge of a line, like, it's, like, between, like, you're right, like, it's like a razor's edge. You can yeah, see yeah, there, yeah. like, you can go either way. Yeah. I always give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, man. Like, if I can see the line, that means I know that you're you're almost clean. Yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, don't worry about it. So, like, mm -hmm. it, it's, it's, it literally is up to me. Mm -hmm. And so, but this guy, I was like, I didn't give this guy a chance. I was like, uh, I said, uncle, he, so he's not, and then he's like. Uh, he was like, wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, there's, he goes, okay, so you're telling me that my son has marijuana in his system. Like the way he said it too, he has marijuana in his system. I'm like, that's me. So basically he's like, he's like, he's, I'm like, yeah, he, I don't know how he ingested it. Either he smoked it or he ate it or yeah. I don't know what he did. You telling me that he went to a party. I don't know what he did. I don't know. But he has it, he, but he has it in his system and it wasn't even close. Yeah, yeah. I drove that. It's 100%. Yeah. And then his dad just does that. You know that tilted turn? Like, oh, yeah. Like, and just googly eyed, looking at his son, like, and his <laughs> son just like shriveled, like, 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 literally, like, he aged 10 years, like, it was just like, like this. And then, uh, look at that clammy gray skin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just like sweating bullets. Yeah, yeah. And then he's like, uh, he goes, goes, okay. I said, yeah. So what you can do, I said to him, like, what you can do is that you can come back in two weeks. I think because he asked me, he's like, how long to get it out of his system? Mm -hmm. I said, if he's going to sweat it out or you're going to beat it out of him, I don't know. But like, <laughs> uh, but if, cause that's a yeah, little, that's sweat a, it out, you're going to beat it out. Yeah. So then he just said to me, he's, I said, I don't know, for like, depends on like how, how chronic of a user he is. Mm -hmm. So I said, uh, if he uses it a lot, I don't know. I don't know how much he uses it, but usually it's two weeks or whatever it is. But uh, I say, give it two weeks and come back. And I said, how much is the another? I said, can he come back for another free, for that to pay again? He's like, I said, yeah, he has to pay again. You, like, you do have to pay again. And he, that was the last drop because Indian people are cheap. And then, uh, well, what does it cost? Uh, it's a hundred, depending upon how many panels you want to be tested for. Mm -hmm. Basic is seven, pa seven panels, the, the minimum, right? So you just mm -hmm. test for seven different things and THC's in, in every single uh, test. So it's either yeah. five panel, seven panel, and then you go up to 12 panel. Okay. So you can test for 12 different things, right? Uh, but so it can be like a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. So it was like 150 bucks. And then yeah. his dad just, 150 bucks, to, like, he looked at his son. He's like, I'm going to fucking kill this guy. <laughs> so then he's like, I say, okay, uncle. So I shook his hand. I'm like, hey, uncle, take care. And then I didn't look at the kid. I was like, get the fuck out of my face. And then all you hear <laughs> going down the stairs. You're so power hungry. All you hear is when he's going. I'm not make, making this up. He's, probably not. He's going down the stairs and he's yelling at his son. He's oh, like, for sure. He's like, Kote Kamine. And then he's like, all you hear is. He's slapping oh, his kid. He's probably like, that. like cracking him in the back of the oh, head. Yeah, he like right in the, the neck. Yeah, he beat the shit out of him. I mean, people I was don't like, realize, man. man. You gotta, yeah, you gotta like if you're gonna work with your with your dad, you gotta fucking follow the rules. Man. You gotta follow the rules like everybody else follows the rules. Yeah. And you know what? Good for him for being hard on his kid. Good. Because yeah. there's so many companies out there where like the dad, he owns the company, the parents own the company, and the kids are just like goofs. Mm -hmm. the entire, I worked for a guy once in a in a restaurant. The parents bought him a, a restaurant mm -hmm. because he used to drink there. I think the parents kinda had like a little love for the place too. Yeah. And the guy who owned it, like the sister, there's a brother and sister. The sister was phenomenal. Like she knew how to run money. She knew how to run a restaurant. She knew how to like take care of her employees, make sure everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. uh, how to notice the bi the place is busy and make sure you're well taken care of. Yeah. Like, you know, there's always soda pops on the counter when you're cooking in the back. Mm -hmm. The brother though, just a moron, like a complete moron. One day one of our dishwashers breaks down. Never, never forced to work hard? Never forced to work hard. Yep. And if he did, it was because he wanted to do something for a while. Yeah. So And so he could say like, I did that. I, I drove truck for three weeks, eh? It's like, I don't care, man. 
Yeah. You're, you probably sucked at that too because you sucked at this. Either, yeah, either, either lazy or just bored with things very quickly. Bored with things very quickly. Likes being the big man on campus. Mm-hmm. Likes to throw his weight around. Treats his front of house staff like rock throws stars. Par- throws, par- throws parents' money around. Throws his parents' money around. Mm-hmm. Same kind of thing. Yeah. Same type of thing. And like a functioning adult. But doesn't want to take any responsibility in his own company. That happens, man. But like, this kid, I mean, mm-hmm. the dad, like cracking the back of the head. That's that's how you do it. I loved it. I loved that's every second of it. Every, every, I was like, because it was the funny thing was that when they left, I go to like I go, I go to my uh, the the business business administrator. Like uh, she, I go listen. I said they're like what? I'm like just listen because the doors are open. I was just listen because it was yeah. a big empty. It's a big open building, right? So you can hear the echoes of everything, right? <laughs> I said listen. You're gonna hear yelling. I said you're gonna hear yelling and you're gonna hear scream. You're, yeah. you're gonna hear you're gonna hear slaps. So then, all of a sudden, like literally ten seconds later, she's like, "No, five seconds later, it was like, uh, it was like, it was like, oh, I saw that with the community then, <laughs> dad, and then, uh, dad, no, <laughs> and then don't, dad." I said, "There you go." Said, yeah, I was like, "That's why you don't piss these Indian Indian parents off, man." Oh man, you know you can't get you can't get shit past Indian parents, Eth- ethnic parents, man. Yep. Like you can get shit past Western-born, like Canadian Westernized people. Yeah, even Indian Western-born Canadianized, mm-hmm. Americanized, whatever you want to call it, you can yeah. get get it past them. But like an ethnic parent. Like you're, there's no. very little that you're gonna get past them. Cause, yeah, because they, they, Indian parents, like whether they like to admit it or not, they're just they're so in, involved in your life. Yeah, it, to a point where like they, there's a point where you have to tell your parents to like leave me alone, please. Because like, yeah, because like because they because <laughs> they you're, they want not that they want to control your life. Mm-hmm. But it's just like it's like it's like a bodily function. It's weird. It's like um now we grew up with uh with a different type of Indian parent. Well, me and most of our our family did. Like Islanders from like the, the yeah ocean you got that's right yeah because we were all mishmashed like all mm-hmm. of us out in the water there's mm-hmm. like it's not just like a, a heavy influence of Indian culture out there. mm-hmm. there's a lot of different influences yeah so the way our parents grew up was was very different than like a, an, a real hardcore from India hundred percent Indian born and raised and bred then comes over to Canada from India. There's a very different kind of what what the expectation is. Mm-hmm. You know you're gonna do well. You're going to succeed because yeah. the world's out to get you. And if they don't get you, they'll try to kill you or whatever. And then they're all going to hate you because you're different. So you're going to be good and powerful, become a doctor, and you're going to fucking show them. Yeah, because they, they, they don't want you to fight the same battles they had to fight. Exactly. So like, they're just like, to avoid that, get make sure you get these things done yeah. as early as you can. Like Go to school, yeah. whatever it is, or find a job, and then get married at a certain age, and then get Dentist, a house. doctor, yeah. lawyer. Engineer. House, engineer. Yeah, manager, whatever <laughs> manager. it is. Yeah, just Whatever like, it is, right? Yeah, and then you just want to make sure that you... Uh, uh, but... Uh, that recipe, that recipe doesn't doesn't exactly lead to success because, like, when you no. when you if you at least the emotional trauma. Yeah, because like, if you subscribe to that and then it doesn't work out, if that if 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 you have like hundred like if you have like twenty things that your parents laid out for you, you have to you have to accomplish all these in the next ten years, mm-hmm. and they don't get accomplished, you feel like uh, not that you failed, but you're just like you know what, you have to compensate for that. You'd be like, okay, exactly, that, that's you, what they, it is. Then you stress out, and you be like, okay, yeah. you know what, I didn't get married by the time I'm thirty or. When I when I finish school or whatever it is, mm-hmm. and then next thing you know, you're like, I'm disappointed. My parents and your parents are like, okay, now you're doing this. And this. Like, I was like, man, like if you if you subscribe to that, that's a that's a setup for failure. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. No, you're right. It's not so much the um that oh my god I failed. It's like now I gotta make up for it. Yeah. It's more now that I have to make up. For yeah. It. Then like yeah. oh I gotta settle for this now. Like no man, like it's just it's such a stupid way of living. Ah, uh, it's rough, man. Yeah. But then you see like you know the the flip side of that coin when you see the uh, the the kids that we knew growing up who are just you know why you gotta be such a bitch, mom. Hey mom, give oh, me that fuck toy. Yeah, no kidding. Oh, they, dad, fuck you, dad. Lack of structure. Like, what is going on yeah, there? Man. Like, how many times were you at a friend's house and you're like, "Oh, that that kid's gonna die now. My friend's gonna die." So I guess I'll leave, and then you guys can do what you want. Mm-hmm. He just called you a bitch and told dad to fuck off. 
So, you know, I guess I'll see you yeah. after you're out of the hospital. And then nothing happens. Yeah, there's uh, there's uh, Indian parents, they, they I found out anyway, like, like I guess Asian parents, I guess in general, like, mm-hmm. I find a pain with a broad brush is that uh, more often than not, they, 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 they try to provide, a, they try to provide structure. Yeah. And it's like, you know what, uh, be like this. Cause if you don't, you don't want to have like your kids running around the, after eight, 18, throw them out of the house. And mm-hmm. then after that, uh, you're on your own and you come back and you're married with like you're you married someone that your parents don't approve because they're a different yeah. race or color or religion or whatever it is so like yeah they're like we don't want that to happen so like what we'll do is uh uh provide the structure be hard on you f- yeah. for lack of a better term but like you know create those rigid parameters mm-hmm. and then uh uh make sure you adhere to them but uh there is a co- there has to be a common ground between like really like uh following your parents like uh to the to the letter of the law but also the flip side of the coin, like you said, is like uh, there has to be balance. Yeah, there's got to be a real balance yeah. there. Because if there's not, you're going to see this You're going to drive yourself crazy. Yeah, you're going to drive yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. You're going to drive yourself crazy or you're going to end up having like that whole idea of too much freedom. It's yeah. that weird thing that happens to it. You see the, the kids have too much freedom. Exactly, yeah. Next so thing it, you know, there's like, yeah, they've got a bunch of kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're young. They're getting married. They don't know who they want to get married to. Yeah. And then uh, next thing you know, they're controlled by some guy or some girl or whatever. Yeah, and that and that, and that that drives families apart. Like, parents, oh, yeah. yeah that, that's like, you know, then your relationship with your parents is strained because mm-hmm. your, your family and your your family and your close friends is all you have. So Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's weird, man. It's, it's like maybe the older we get, the more I realize... Like that whole idea of like it's too short, like like time. There is no time. Time is money. Mm-hmm. And then you think about when you've seen some of your friends who, and I'm not, I'm not saying that we're better off because we didn't get married or we didn't find like a, a trash bag. Uh, yeah, do whatever. Not, yeah. But um, like I looked at some friends of mine who got married young, and they've got like just problems and kids and issues and stress and gray hair, like you know more so, <laughs> like really in rough shape. And you're yeah. like, well, what what was it? Was it worth it? Yeah, because like, well, let's say. Uh, like person X is the one who uh, like got married, had kids and stuff like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And let's say person uh, Y is the one who stayed single and whatever. Right. So like, but uh, you can say it's me. No, no, I'm not, I'm not saying like anybody, let's say <laughs> any, anybody could like, yeah. Yeah. But uh, when you, um, just because that person has chosen to go that, that route and mm-hmm. like uh, have the kids and, stuff, and then got divorced and like all that stuff that that doesn't make x and y two two of the same people it's because like you some because one person chose to do this path one person choose one person chose to take that other path right mm-hmm. the, well no it doesn't make one better or worse than yeah the other. that's the yeah, thing. yeah yeah because like they, like it doesn't because just because you didn't subscribe to that doesn't yeah. make sure it doesn't mean you that you that you didn't uh uh that you wouldn't handle handle the situation even better like yeah. like, like let's say you you decide to like get married and have kids and stuff like that right yeah who knows what would happen if you uh in that whole relationship right would you have stayed together? Like, oh man, you don't. No one knows, right? So, like, uh, it's it's it all depends so who right. you marry, what like lifestyle choices, and who is getting married. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, we have friends who got married young and were successful and are still together. Mm-hmm. And then we have friends, but I will say, I think personally, I have more friends who had failed relationships mm-hmm. multiple times than successful successful relationships. Yeah, like I have more friends who got together with somebody and it failed. Than I do friends who've been married for a long time and are successful. Yeah. And the friends who got together in relationships that failed have kids and were not married or yeah. got married and divorced very fast. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I just think to myself sometimes, and I also, I hate to say it because like, I fucking love kids, man. I, I love oh, kids. Oh yeah, I love kids. I love my friends' kids. Yeah. I'm, the, I'm that uncle. I'm the I, one who's yeah, throwing in the like, air and I, doing I, the shit, I don't right? like I don't like older kids and young adults. But I love kids. No, but even yeah. like the ones who are around now who are really young. Mm-hmm. Like I've got a bunch around like nieces, nephews, friends, kids mm-hmm. who I've known before yeah. like they were born 
who I really appreciate what they've turned into as young adults. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, like because you see the growth. You see the growth. Yeah. And you contribute as a as like a positive figure in their mm-hmm. life. And you see their the parents who do a good job. And that's great. I love that stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. But I also know friends who are in that like chronic cycle of needing a relationship mm-hmm. whose kids are pieces of shit. Yeah. Like their kids are like, you don't have time for them. Mm-hmm. Like I see you and I know you and look, man, you're my friend. I've known you a long time. But you're awful at relationships. Mm-hmm. Like you, you suck. Mm-hmm. You are probably one of the worst. Not you. <laughs> you're you're good. We but this like friends of ours who are the worst examples mm-hmm. of what you should be doing in a relationship, and their kids are garbage. Yeah, and like this is the whole thing, all of it. And like mm-hmm. I see who they get together with, ma- male and female. Mm-hmm. Like, well, your boyfriend or your girlfriend is also garbage. Mm-hmm. Like that's just the whole situation. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, it's yeah, it grosses me out, man. It hurts me on like a molecular level. Yeah, it's um because yeah, because it it hurts you and because it it makes you sad for them. Like mm-hmm. uh, I think for for me, it's like it's weird because I always think about um like how I looked at relationships and how they could either like work or not work because mm-hmm. obviously the percentages aren't in favor of like uh, like more often than not marriages do people do like in my experience anyway they people do stay together and they have like a really good relationship. It and, feels like that. Yeah, and so I guess like when I was uh. I guess like like early on, I'd be like, you know what? I was kind of like not really against marriage, but I was like, you know, it's okay not to be like not to subscribe to it. Mm-hmm. But then like I'd be like, oh, because if you got divorced, then like, you know, I was thinking worst case scenario, like, oh, then you got divorced, then like, you know, you like you don't hang out with that person anymore, or if there's kids involved and stuff yep. like that. But as I got older, I'm like, no, you know what? That's just life. Like, it's not a big deal if you don't if, if the relationships don't work out. Yeah, I mean, I it's not. It's but I, not but I, a big, I, but, yeah, but I can only speak from my experience. Yeah, it's not a big yeah. deal when you have people who are able to to parse the information properly in their head, right? Yeah. Like, there there are people who are like, all right, it didn't work out. Mm-hmm. And um, I, actually, I know one. I know I actually may be the only one. And I look at that as an example. It's just a, a client's, like a friend of a client who kind of like we know through them, right? Mm-hmm. And everything works out well. They were together. It didn't work out. They realized it wasn't going to work out. They split, but they're both very active. Like, they're all active in each other's lives. Mm-hmm. It's like the ex-boyfriend or ex-husband, I think, is still very active in the life of the kid and his ex-wife. Yeah. Like, he's he's always trying to, like, make good on the relationship. Mm-hmm. But not in a way where they're, like, you know, they're, they're still screwing around or having more kids or anything. Yeah. But they're they're a disjointed family, and they try very hard to make sure they don't hate each other. They're not, they're not even trying that hard. It just didn't work. And now that they're separate, they like each other quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And they're not, there's no hate there at all. And yeah. I look at that, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I think that's maybe the only one I know of Yeah, is like that. Yeah, because you can, you can, like, I guess at the very minimum, you can, like, fall out of love with someone right but yeah. that doesn't mean you 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 don't you hate have to, them yeah you hate them they, they those people always have a special place in your heart yeah but you just have to like uh uh move on mm-hmm. and just remain civil and realize that you know you guys have either you guys might have kids together yeah, yeah. and you just make it work because you do it for like also for the kids right because you want you want the kids to know that they're, they're that their father their mother is still in their lives but you do it for yourself because you know what you like either you have to move on yeah and not hold any bitterness because uh uh like you, you try to do that as much as you can because it doesn't make your life easier if like uh, no if you if d- two divorcees like like are just hate each other but there's divorcee. kids involved yeah you know, it's true man like if you're if you're hateful towards your your ex yeah. and you're you're spewing that hate onto the kid or you're yeah. you know you're uh, you're kind of like um what's the word like you're you can, indoctrinating yeah. Yeah, a kid yeah. against your spouse yeah your ex yeah keep that to yourself keep that to yourself yeah because like your children should never think man dad really hates dad mom. hates mom dad really hates mom yeah if anything it should be like man dad doesn't spend enough time being nice to mom mm-hmm. maybe it's not the hate issue like kids 
can think that. Mm-hmm. I've got friends like that who they're like, yeah, my, my dad just doesn't spend my like their exes, mm-hmm. but they're always like, my dad doesn't spend enough time being nice to my mom after the divorce, even though my mom is nice to him. Mm-hmm. Like he's just he, that's why the that's why the relationship deteriorated. Yeah, and those are friends of ours. I see them all as older parents, mm-hmm. and they're just like you. You're not being a dick. At no point is he being rude to this uh, this this aunt of ours, you know, the auntie character. Mm-hmm. He's not being rude to her. It's just he is completely aloof. Mm-hmm. He's completely out there. It's like, I mean, the guy could be standing in a field of sarin and not realize that he's choking. Like, yeah. he's that kind of a guy. Yeah. So, you're like, well, that. And that, I think, as messed up as that is, is still better than if he's, like, spewing hate towards the kids. Your mom's a bitch. The relationship died because your mother was awful. Yeah. You know, she was screwing all the 10 different guys behind my back. It's like yeah. no, well, you're just like why, like why are you being hateful? Yeah, exactly. Because you know that uh, that doesn't help anybody. No, I know it. It 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 stunts the 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 child's like uh, emotional growth. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Here's one. Have you ever been? Uh, have you ever been in a friendship with somebody else who got into a relationship with somebody else you know, and then that fell apart, and you were resentful towards the friend you knew longer? Like, have you ever? I had a friend of mine who was in a relationship with this one guy who we all he would come into where we work, and we liked him a lot. He's like, he was one of the guys. And when they started dating, we we're like, yes. Like, he's one of the guys now. And he's going to be, like, related to us. That's awesome. Like, he's going to be one of the guys. Mm-hmm. And then she fucked that relationship up. And now he's gone. And we were resentful to her. Yeah. For, like, screwing up. Like, I was. Because I was like, man, he was a good dude. Yeah. And he always kind of had our back when shit went bad. And she screwed the relationship up. And I was angry at her for screwing it up. Yeah. To this day. To I'm this still day? mad at her. Yeah. I, I don't have that. I, I don't think I have an example of that. Uh, but, uh. Yeah, I can see. I, I can see where you're coming from. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in that situation, and the dude, like the dude, went off the deep end afterwards. And I was like, oh god, like I blame you for everything going wrong in his life. And mm-hmm. I saw him probably about two years, three years after that. I was mm-hmm. working somewhere else, and he saw me in the in a different bar, and he's like, oh dude, buddy, what's up? I'm like, you and me are friends, and fucker. Yeah. Like she can hit, she can kick rocks, man. Mm-hmm. But you come by whenever you want. Drinks yeah. on me, buddy. Yeah. Drinks on me. I was yeah. so happy to see him again. Because he just, the way the guy clicked on our group of guy friends, mm-hmm. was like just one more of the pros, man. Just one more of the guys. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't, uh, div- div- who got divorced? <laughs> hmm. Many, many, many divor- divorces. Let's see here. Friends, hmm. family, no. Not to name names or anything, but yeah, I mean like. No, I, yeah, no, I'm just, I was just brainstorming. I, I don't think, yeah, I don't think I've, I've ever, it's more like, uh, it, I, I chose one or the other. Yeah, yeah. And it was like uh, it was always family or friends. And uh, I'm like, yeah, like. And then the person they married, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, good. like they're gone, whatever. They're out. They're out. That that happens a lot more than not. Yeah, yeah. That, especially in family. Mm-hmm. Like we've had, you know, there every family has divorces and whatnot. Yeah. And true. every time it happens, like I don't think I've ever seen the uh, the person who married in. I don't think I've ever seen them again. No, they're yeah, they're just like uh, they they float, <laughs> they float off into the ether. Well, you do you you push them with a longer stick, yeah. out into the water and the current take them away. No, it's, it's like curling. You, 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 they hold on exactly. and then all of a sudden, fucking yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all exactly. gone. And you just you just watch it float yeah, away. Join, join, yeah, join the rest of the rocks in the divorce pool. <laughs> <In> the divorce <laughs> pool. <laughs> join the rest of the rocks in the yeah. divorce pool. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. In the, if, in the if, yellow, if a yellow hits a red, man, you're uh, you're good to go. You're out, man. You are out of here. Oh, how's your week, buddy? Oh, it's good. Outside just, of uh, interviews and stuff. Uh good. Just uh just went biking, running a lot. Uh getting that health on. Yeah, can, and then um what else? Um Have you gone back to Orange Theory or something similar? I will next month. Nice. Yeah. And uh 
probably by the end of uh, end of end of October, and then um, but yeah, other than that, uh, like we were talking, I just I ordered an Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. um, and then uh, and Microsoft. Big news coming out from Microsoft. Yeah, that, that's just, uh, making acquisitions, making acquisitions and mergers. And I feel mergers, like a stock market pro. When I say that, yes, like mergers and acquisitions. Yeah, isn't that weird that uh, it's like that that uh, like uh, they Bethesda. They spe- yeah, Bethesda's like like that that company. Yeah. I'm a Benamax or whatever. It's, I think that's what it's called. Uh, something. Oh man. God. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're yeah, in the neighborhood. Yeah, it was worth more than Disney. No, sorry, than Star Wars. Get out of town. Yeah, because they they because <laughs> Lucasfilm. I guess, well, I mean, Luc- at the time, Lucasfilm was bought for four point five. Yeah. And wait, well, yeah, 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 because Marvel there. was four, yeah, then Lucasfilm was four or five, and then uh, Fox is like 75, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and then this one was like, uh, and they bought this one straight out cash, liquid yeah. cash for oh, uh, 7.5 billion dollars. That's that Bill Gates cheddar, yeah, man. So, and they're not done, <laughs> I like how you went a little bit Indian, yeah. they're not done, they're not done, man. They're not there's yet. more to go, let's and, keep going, yeah, and yeah, so I think there's uh, um. Like it has nothing to do with moving consoles. No and, man, no. It's it's all about Game Pass. It's Game Pass and content. Yeah. Like the consoles, there's a reason why you're seeing a digital console mm-hmm. because they don't care about the the friggin' hard copy disc you buy. Like that, they're not gonna make any money when you go buy a, a used game at EB Games. They don't care. They just want a shit ton of content yeah. on all the digital platforms. Yeah. Got. Like why would you want a used copy of Doom <coughs> Doom uh, Eternal when you could just play it on Game Pass? Yeah, I mean, you can just load it up and play it. Yeah. And you're good to go. Yeah, so, like, there's a. Uh, um, and every single Bethesda game, day one, will be yeah. on Game Pass. Let me tell you something. I, uh, you know, in a long time, probably in the last five years, I haven't wired my system with Ethernet. There's mm-hmm. always Wi Fi all the time. Yeah. But um, I put, I moved some things around in the entire house, so I mm-hmm. wired the whole place. So I am completely, like, just wired yeah, in. Yeah, me now. too. I wired everything. Yeah, yeah, my phone is on Wi Fi, and that's it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm really fucking loving the speed again, man. Yeah. It's so much faster yeah. than what it was in the Wi Fi ever. Yeah. So, I mean, if you've got that kind of speed on a machine that can handle it, and you just, like, why would you need the physical copy? Yeah, it's um, especially in this day and age. Oh no, yeah, you because you can uh, you can download the game before it's released. Yeah, and then uh and then once it's released, it'll unlock it and you can play it. So you have, <laughs> you don't crazy. have to wait. It's pretty wild. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, I think today they were doing some uh, like Elder like like Halo might not even be the biggest con might might not be the flagship for uh, Microsoft anymore. It's probably gonna be Elder Scrolls. Very likely. Yeah. Whatever the next one is. Yeah, six will come out. God knows when, but there'll like, probably uh, be one more version of Skyrim, mm-hmm. and then the next Elder Elder Scrolls game. Yeah, then Fallout, Doom, uh, Jesus. Yeah, they have everything now. I'm uh, I'm optimistic, not even cautiously optimistic. I just feel like when they were out in their own, kind of doing their own thing, Bethesda didn't really have any kind of like solid foundation anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it felt like after New Vegas, they kind of got back with Fallout Four. Yeah, and they didn't really know what seventy six was going to be like. Yeah, it did what it did, and it's not great. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, it's come a long way. Yeah, it's come a long way. But now it feels like you've got all your eggs in one basket again. Mm-hmm. You've got this ship that can write you and mm-hmm. give you a shit ton of funds and make sure that people who are going to do the work will do the work. Yeah, and you're probably going to get like I bet you Fallout Five is going to be just a yeah because they now they just have, a walking erection. Oh yeah, because like now they have uh um uh now they have the the proper. They have all the resources they need because mm-hmm. I think of what I think what Microsoft was doing. I could be wrong, but I think they looked at all the companies like uh, that they were that Bethesda has, and they looked at the leadership of it. So the, mm-hmm. the head people, like, okay, how passionate are you about like 
bringing the like, AAA games to, to like uh, is their leadership all like what what makes you guys all the same when it comes to leadership? Yeah. And then when they fight, they figured it out that you know what everyone's on everyone's on the same page and stuff like that. Then they're like you know what this is the company we want to work mm-hmm. want to work with. So they just they just drop that, that they just drop that liquid. Yeah. And then now they that's the kind of like those are the kind of companies they're looking for. Like Ninja Theory, same thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Playground Games. Uh, yeah. They like. The initiative when they did that because they said it's so hard to build a studio mm-hmm. like the initiative was just was a built studio they just hired a bunch of people and they, they built and they well that was their initiative yeah exactly so they, <laughs> they had that huge that they built that one company in, in santa monica so he said instead of like it's very hard to, to build a studio yeah so you might as well just buy existing studios that are great that just need to be propped yeah, up that are like you know that have a history of putting out good content yeah. with the right people and then make sure that you trim the fat and get the right guys back in there yeah. And then you're good to go. Oh yeah, the, imagine what their offices are gonna look like now. Like, like oh, a lot of them, they even said like, yeah, we're gonna make sure everything is state of the art. There's and, a uh, there's a difference too. Doesn't feel I don't know about you, but it feels different to me. Like when Microsoft buys Bethesda, than when Disney buys like Marvel. Yeah, because they're not like they're not gonna like homogenize it and clean it up and like culturally correct things. No, yeah, they're just gonna be like they're because their plan is to leave it alone. Yeah. And I mean so, just make good stuff. Here's the money. Yeah, because there's one thing about dumping, Don't fuck around. Don't fuck it around. Yeah. yeah. So like there's uh like what do you need from us? Yeah. I think that's that's the uh, uh yep. it's, it wasn't more like uh we wanna put our we want we wanna Disneyfy Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Microsoft doesn't want a Microsoft uh uh Elder Scrolls uh, Elder Scrolls or... stuff like that. They wouldn't be like, Hey how, well, how can we make Bethesda the best? Yeah. That's I think that's their they said, Yeah, we just we just wanna leave it alone. Because, I mean, the one time they did try to, like, you know, fuck with content, mm-hmm. we got that last Mass Effect game uh, that was all, like, you know, culturally correct and, like, oh nobody God. was attractive. Which one, yeah, that was, that <laughs> Everybody's was the, ugly. That, that was the fourth one, right? Yeah, number was it number four? Yeah, was, it, was, it had a name to it. Number four, right? It was like number Mass four, yeah. four, yeah. Like, when you look at that thing, it's like, everybody's deliberately ugly. I mean, like, we're talking everybody's fuck. I don't want to, look, I'm, it's a fantasy. Yeah. I don't want to open my video game yeah. and, like, my avatar is, like, a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want him or her to, to be, like, a like yeah. a, like an ideal version of a human yeah. being. Yeah, exactly. Give me give me the ability to make them ugly, but, like, they shouldn't be ugly out of the box. And the cringy faces and the uncanny valley. Yeah, I tried playing it. It's, like, it's, it's it was borderline unplayable. It was unplayable, and then it was also, like, depressingly PC-ified. Yeah. Like, it was like, no, we have to make it so it looks like representation. Uh, that's fine. Yeah. Look at um, Enslaved. Odyssey. Like, uh, Odyssey to, to the West. Yeah. Um, Enslaved with the two characters. The one character is a total babe. The other guy's a total dog. And the other third character is a pig. Yeah. A literal man pig. They can be ugly and interesting. They can be attractive and interesting. Yeah. They can be in the middle and interesting. Yeah, they have to be. This, that, the game has to be just written well. And, written well, yeah. playable with interesting characters. Mm-hmm. But like when you try to really force an agenda, I think that really bit them in the ass. Yeah. Because I can't think of what else has been like, uh, like you know, kind of like culturally flatlined by by Microsoft since then. No, I, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, because they, they, they left, well, obviously, they left, they left uh, Minecraft alone. Minecraft is the biggest game in the world. That was massive. It's, well, I mean, they, yeah. they got rid of that hardcore, wasn't Minecraft, right? They had the weird ultra-racist guy who was the head yeah. of it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's like, the character is white because white is better. Like, oh, what? Yeah, easy there. <laughs> easy, pal. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And that was, that, that was, uh, was $2.5 billion for Mojang. That was a lot, yeah. man. Yeah, and, uh, but... Uh, when you think, oh, do you remember when they said $4 billion for Marvel? You're like you're like what? what the hell? You can't even fathom how big that is. And then yeah. the numbers like two point five here, yeah. seventy seven there. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. So like these guys, yeah, these 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 uh, these and like like seven point five billion dollars. That's how much Sony made in that's that that's their profit for five years. 
Oh wow! Like as a Man. company, as a company, not as not a PlayStation. That's as a company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Microsoft dropped that in one day. Yeah, it's not uh, like cash. <laughs> cash. Not not trade-ins, not stock off, nothing. Just straight up cash. Straight up cash. Cash and you a know, caveat. That's that's a like a bold move because like like Sony like we've said talked about this before like like Microsoft doesn't care about Sony like they're not doing this to make sh- make sure that Sony fails. No, they, I mean they're doing this because like it's all about it's all about Game Pass. So what they're doing is like they want to keep a, they want to they want these exclusives. So mm-hmm. like uh, so Stadia and Amazon. Yep. Uh, when they come with their cloud game, Luma, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, um, whatever weird shit. Yeah, they said they, they 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 don't want they, they're competing with those guys. Sony is like this. Yeah, Sony is. I mean, like look, in, like in this in the grand scale of like 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 companies, like they're like this. Yeah, they're not really huge no. on the. I, here's the thing: I don't think it's so much that they're not competing with them in the sense of um, like we don't we don't care that. I, I guess I guess I guess they're 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 competing with Sony a sense of like uh, of uh like first party studios when they're coming out with their content. Yeah, there's there's definitely bragging rights yeah. for what you make. Yeah, because who so- makes a nicer game that plays better that people want to invest their time in? Yeah, because Sony has killer first uh, first Incredible. party studios. Yeah, they have they have like like look at like Konami, they have like yeah. uh all that stuff. They they have Koji, Kojima, they have yep. uh um they have Naughty Dog, they mm-hmm. have like yeah, so like okay, Sony has heavy like, they have heavy hitting content. Yeah, like they their their console sold out. Yeah, it sold out. And people yeah. still want to make the best game to say we made the best game. Yeah. It's the most fun thing. There are still game awards out there where you like you know, in in a perfect world, the game awards would be like we made the best game, and you gave us an award for it. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's like so just like the Oscars or the yeah. Emmys. There's lots of backdoor fucking shenanigans yeah. that make sure you get the best game, even if your game is shit. Mm-hmm. But the playability in a game, you're gonna see it. Like if if you play a game and it sucks, you're gonna tell your friend it sucks. It's not gonna sell well because mm-hmm. that's gonna happen across the board yeah. for all the gamers out there. Mm-hmm. So you want to have the best game out there. So yeah. people say like more more people enjoyed ours over that one. Mm-hmm. However. What you're saying brings true, right? They're not competing with Sony in the sense like we have to crush Sony yeah. and get all the market share for all the consoles. Mm-hmm. It's more about we're just doing what we do and we're going to buy up studios and we'll make incredible content and the proof will be when you see how big our castle is. Mm-hmm. Like, we're, yeah, go do what you're doing, Sony. Go make your games. It's cool. Make yeah. your games. We're also making games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when the ant is not, or the what the boot is not, Worried about the ant, that Marvel thing? Yeah. That's what Marvel's got going, or that's what uh, Microsoft's got going mm-hmm. on. We're not worried about who we're stepping on. We're just making a bunch of cool shit, and the proof will be in how bigger Castle is. Yeah, like, and that that's the thing. Like, this will, uh, this will force Sony to make better content, better content. Yep, hundred percent. So, yeah. So, um, yeah, like the the people who buy Playstations love, like they love playing Spider Man. They love yeah. playing uh, The Last of Us. They love playing. Uh, uh, well, that's another game. What's the, uh, Uncharted? Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted is massive. Yeah, so they they love playing those games. Yeah. So uh, that's enough reason to own a PlayStation. That that for me, that's alone. That's good enough to buy a, buy a PlayStation. Well, for me, just uh, yeah. the friggin' Breath of the Wild. Yeah, well, and Nintendo's <laughs> a different story because yeah. you, can't, you can't get any of those other ga- those games on any other platform. Yeah, you know, and that's enough to pick that thing up. Forget graphics. Forget forget the visuals. Talk, just, about, talk about gameplay. Yeah, gameplay and just like overall childish fun. Yeah. Yeah, you can't beat that. Because honestly, that's what video games are all about. Yeah, just feeling like a 10-year-old. Yeah. Man, I can't believe how, how much of a 10-year-old feeling I got playing Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I was I should have jumped on that on, on the, the bandwagon yeah, when it came I, out. Like, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. Uh, like, like all joking aside, I'm like, like, I've played it. I played it for six hours. Uh, Breath of the Wild is actually one of the best games ever made. Yeah, it's... <laughs> and I'm not making that... I'm not just saying that. It literally is one of the best games ever made. I If I hadn't played it, I'd have probably been like, get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. 
But man, when you play it, you're like, oh, he's right. Yeah. He's so right. I played it on the Wii U. Yeah. And uh, it's incredible. Like, it's I ridiculous. It's, I mean, it's just got so much depth to it. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean storytelling depth. Obviously, that's there as well. But just like gameplay depth. Yeah. It takes so many different genres and mushes them into one. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like a more fun version of The Witcher. Yeah. Like you're Actually, playing yeah, it. Yeah. It's, it, it's, it's more like, it's a little bit more stripped down. Yeah. But it's more accessible, I think. It's way more accessible. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they do such a good job. Mm-hmm. I was surprised. Yeah, like I'm not gonna uh, like you know suck its dick too hard, but uh, it's fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, man, it's really good. But there is a weird cult thing. Congrats, that happens congratulations, too, right? by the way. Uh, picking up the Wii U. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was a it was definitely an impulse buy. Yeah. I was walking not, around not, the best. Not buy. the Wii U. The Switch. The Switch. Oh yeah, the Wii U. The, the Switch. I have the Wii U. You have the Wii U. Yeah. That's right. Correct. Correct. I, 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 I still know. like that thing. The look, man. The it's, Wii it's, it's, and the Wii U. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fun console. It's 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 so like. Oddly designed, but um, I some I've, of the party games on it are so awesome. Yeah, I don't know why it didn't take off. It's still like when you look at what it did when it came out, that's impressive. Yeah, because like, I didn't. I like the controller because like at the same time, it's like at nighttime you don't want to play it on a, on your TV or whatever. Just play, on, just play it on that thing, yep. right? And you can still hook up you get the the Wii remote. You can still use that. Play four player games on the on the screen, little yeah, mini they, screen. Yeah, they had in, like innovative games or like the guy who had the gamepad mm-hmm. with the screen on it. You could be you could be the game master and then like. Uh, <laughs> For haunted house games, yeah, yeah, and then you could be, like, and then people try to hunt you like a year ghost, and you're the, you you can see you, but no one else can see you. Oh, get out! So on the screen, everyone can see you, like everyone can see each other, but they yeah, can't yeah. see you. They can't and see on, you. On your, you can see, and then you, all you have to do is go by and, and just. Uh, oh, that's cool, man! And if the flashlight hits you, you're dead. That's pretty cool. Pretty pretty cool game. That's that's innovative. Yeah, they've never been lacking in gameplay innovation. No, Nintendo's the king of that. Yeah, they're the king of gameplay innovation. Hands down, they are. I grabbed the uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Cause mm-hmm. like I kind of figured my mom, she really loved bowling, mm-hmm. and she loves she loves video games, but she likes games that are that sense of like you know swing something, grab something, do whatever. Yeah. So I grabbed her the Ring Fit Adventure, and she was working out with it, and she's like, "It's it's pretty intense." I'm like, wait, get out of here, pretty intense. So I tried it, man. It's pretty intense. Yeah, I. It, it yeah. drags uh drags you into the gym and makes you do shit. Yeah, I love. I still love Wii Tennis. Dude, Wii Tennis and is Wii what, Bowling is what. Yeah, they're one of the. That's some of the best. That's one of the best games ever made. Gold standard. Yeah. Of um of that weird kind of mid era, early era VR gaming. Yeah, like that was like that generation of like. Yeah. Uh, motion control. Yeah. Uh, can't be beaten. Can't be beaten. Yeah, yeah. you can't. You just can't touch it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wii Bowling was amazing. Wii Tennis was incredible because the, that you could slice. Like you could actually like do things with the racket depending on how your arm hand turned. Yeah. Incredible mm-hmm. and Link's crossbow. The crossbow training. Oh yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't believe how tight that was. Like mm-hmm. once you kind of dialed it in to where, like you know, to where you want to move. Mm-hmm. Once you realize how it works, unbeatable. So yeah. good. Uh, the um, I, I was I was I was reading some uh, I was watching some videos about the uh, um, how the Series X um works with like uh older games mm-hmm. and how it upscales them and makes them run quicker and it, it's oh for sure the AI upscaling yeah so they, what they did is that they showed videos of like of uh. Xbox One games mm-hmm. uh, and some three and three sixty games stuff like that. It is incredible what they're able to do. It's pretty wild yeah. because they they said that yeah you'd be able to do you can you're able to do this this and this. So when you hear that from like the engineers and stuff, mm-hmm. you'll be like, okay, how 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 like how well can they actually do it? Yeah, I saw some videos of it. It's crazy how fast games load. Like, yeah, it's it's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, some games that 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 take like one minute and fifty three seconds to load or whatever it is mm-hmm. it takes twenty seconds. That's that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> that's pretty impressive. It's pretty cool. Because yeah. like the bane of my existence on like Xbox One, Two, and PS One, Two, and Three, mm-hmm. those fucking load times, man. Oh yeah, man. Like the uh, and then, but uh, yeah, now like 
like I can't believe how good Game Pass is going to be. It's, it's going to be it's pretty wild. Get, it's crazy, and it's just going to get better and better. Well, the um, like you're saying, the innovations in tech too, right? When you look at what uh, Nvidia is doing, that Tegra X was was it the X one or the K one? What are the most recent one is the X one, I think, right? X one, yeah. X one, and what the X two is going to be, and whatever they have now in that Shield, the current Shield Pro, mm. the 4K AI, AI upscaling. Mm-hmm. Even if you obviously like you can't you can't go in there and real time texture map an old game to make it look like fresh and new. They can't add more leaves to trees mm-hmm. and put more art into the game. Mm-hmm. But they can make that game look and run very well. Yeah, it's it, gonna look incredible. Yeah, it can, it can reduce pixelation. It can, it it can ha- do all yeah, that. Yeah, it helps with like draw distancing and stuff yeah, like that. So they can clean all that up. Yeah. But what they're doing in uh, movies, where they're taking like anything that's I think 480 and up. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got anything 480 and up, it can upscale it into at least 1080. And then from there, at least in 1080 into 4K. Yeah, it all yeah, in that, real time. In real time, yeah. As you're watching it mm-hmm. using their AI te- technology, yeah, that's in that chip. Yeah, I tried watching. I, I played, it's fucking terrifying. Oh yeah, I, I I was watching four amigo, three amigos. Of course you were on my on my 4K Blu-ray, Blu-ray player. Not my Xbox One X, but an actual dedicated Blu-ray player, and uh, it looks. Plus, like my my TV has a um, it has a. Like an, an like it has a built-in process to, like, to up to upscale it, right? So that I was watching it, my God, it looks so bad. <laughs> it's like it was it was so grainy, but I was like, oh, yeah. uh, but uh, that is, that's that's what's like. Even like with Batman on 4K, it's oh, it's, yeah. it's grainy as hell. I did uh, forget forget 4K Batman and forget 4K friggin' Three Amigos. I did Batman Begins, mm-hmm. and it just I can't believe how bad it looked. Like for that, and that's only 2006. No, two thousand five. Two thousand five. Yeah, yeah. Batman Begins in two thousand five. Mm-hmm. Watching that on this thing mm-hmm. is depressing. Yeah, I I was watching. Uh, I you know the weird thing is about Batman, but the Batman trilogy is that you the Dark Knight trilogy. The Dark Knight trilogy, yes. Um, <laughs> the uh, those movies you can see the evolution of filmmaking. It's incredible because like first one is like okay, first one is like it's. Uh, Batman Begins is a, is a good movie. It's an amazing. Yeah, it's movie. a great movie, right? But it's like thirty five millimeter. It's thirty five millimeter digital. D- yeah, and there's a yeah, and so when you're watching it, you're like, um, you're like, oh man, there's there's barely any wide shots. Like some of them are good, like mm-hmm. you know when Bruce Wayne is tr- is because tr- I think the first half of the movie is better than the second half. Oh yeah, yeah. Now, let me tell you something. When he throws the gun in the water, mm-hmm. that whole sequence, like after he talks to Falcone. Yeah. And he gives him the speech. Yeah. And he throws the gun in the water. Mm-hmm. You can see where he's gonna go. Yeah. Like you, you watch that. And you're like, oh, that's the birth of Dark Knight. Yeah. It that was uh th- th- so like and the the city scenes were like uh, at nighttime were were pretty cool. But then like you see like and then in Dark Knight when they start filming with the IMAX cameras mm-hmm. in seventy millimeter mm-hmm. and uh and everything is if you watch it with like in, in with if you watch it in widescreen with the bars oh, yeah. it's just like it, you see so much, and then you look at uh, Dark Knight Rises it just takes it to another level. Yeah, a Dark Knight Rises does not get the credit it deserves. Dark Knight Rises is, uh, I would, I still think the Dark Knight is better as a movie. It's in, oh no, you're right. Yeah, but like as as like the story and everything, mm-hmm. like you're just engulfed in it. But like Dark Knight Rises, like the scale of it is incredible. I feel like with yeah. those, it's the same as if um like Die Hard one and Die Hard three. Mm-hmm. Like it, yeah, it's a third one, and obviously you can't touch a number one. Yeah, it's a closed story. Yeah. it's amazing. It's great. You you need to have some kind of in. Like some know and some knowledge. Yeah. No. <laughs> you have to have some knowledge about the movies and to enjoy number three. Yeah. And same goes for Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. But like, come on. <laughs> on its own, it's still fucking incredible. Yeah, like you could have taken uh two and three and reversed them and yeah. made uh Dark Knight Rises part two. Part two. And then uh the jo- then have the Dark Knight part three. And yeah. like 
an aging Batman coming back to face the Joker. Face, face the Joker, After yeah. the mob has finally kind of mm-hmm. come back up again. Yeah, or, or just not age him at all and just be like, you know yeah, what? Don't, the, need, don't yeah, need to age him. As soon as he knocks out Bane, he'd be like, okay, you know what, what's next? And he's like, this guy left his calling card. Yeah, so uh, there's something else. Yeah. I don't know what happened. I, I don't know what the deal was with this whole thing of the city, Yeah. but this dude thinks yeah. he's taking over. Yeah, he says, like, yeah, he saw the destruction of the city and he says, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen anything yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, man. But no, I, I just... Like I was watching Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Rises about a week or so ago, mm-hmm. and ju- it was just one of those things. It was on Netflix. I'm like, hey, I got nothing else to do. I'm drawing. I'll pop it on, and I stopped drawing and just watched it. Yeah. Like God, like the the setups, the dialogue, the action. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Yeah. Actually, I I don't even hate Anne Hathaway as Catwoman anymore. No, me neither. No, I'm she, past it. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't like. I I I originally didn't like her because I thought she was just trying too hard. Yeah. To be like liked, and um, but, but uh, she makes some choices in that movie, or at least. The way Nolan directed that movie, it is just incredible. Mm-hmm. Like all that stuff when she takes the the councilman mm-hmm. back into the bar, and then she has that weird where yeah. she flips from Catwoman to like the scared girl that like, doesn't want to die in the shootout. Yeah, fuck, she does it so well. Yeah, um, uh, I think she's a psycho in real life because she did that scene way too well. Yeah, could be. Yeah, yeah, most. Yeah, actually, you know, I want one. What's another one we watched? Oh yeah, I watched uh, Tremors. That's what I watched when I was also like, incredible. Do. That's one of the greatest. That's I love that movie. It is probably one of the. It's yeah. You know I always say that there was this huge gap between Sword and Sandals movies, mm-hmm. and then uh, Conan the Barbarian yeah. comes out. Arnold Schwarzenegger's first Conan, mm-hmm. and like that's what we wanted. Oh it's yeah. Like there's a huge gap in creature features, not alien movies or sci-fi movies, but creature but features. creature features. Yeah. And then Tremor showed up. And like that's what I wanted. I didn't know what I was missing, but this Tremors is Tremors is such such a great movie. It's it's. The thing is, it's fun. The other day, I'm driving on the, the road back from work. Yeah. And like me and my mom, we work together. We got a family business, right? So we're coming back, and I saw one of those, like, a big, like, dumper truck, like mm-hmm. a half, the one of those half ones, like, how they ride in Tremors. Yeah. Like, that's the truck from Tremors. Yeah. And she, like, she remembered. I'm like, yeah, the thing with the worms, right? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, the thing with the worms. Yeah, exactly. Like, the, uh, I Fuck, was. What a great movie. I, I know, yeah. As soon as I'd be driving by, and I'm like, uh, I'd look at a, a vehicle. I'm like, hey, you, know, you know what? If I was in the desert, I was with that Tremor, like, you think I could. Can I hide in there? You can I hide in there? I'm like, no, I probably need like a, an excavation vehicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something, something from a construction <laughs> Reinforced site. Reinforced axle. Exactly. Because they're smart. They're Apparently they're smart, yeah. And uh, But I know how to kill them now. Oh, yeah, you just run to the cliff. Run to a cliff. <laughs> run to the cliff, man. Yeah. Oh, what a great movie. Yeah. That ain't like the effects in that thing. There's actually a special edition coming out on 4K. Get out just of town. Got, just, got, just got announced. I am I'm giddy with joy about that. <laughs> I'm probably not going to buy it. But <laughs> oh, why wouldn't you, though? Like, I mean, number one, it's super fun. But the thing is, I can watch that movie all the time. Like, I bet you're like how crazy of an upgrade it would be. Yeah. Because um, like, I, I just buy, I only get the movies that are like, uh, for me, it's like the, that that are like like spectacles. Yeah. See, for me, that's definitely a buy. Yeah. See, yeah. Yeah. For, that's what I mean. For, like for me, like based on your criteria, mm-hmm. that is that is one of them. Yeah. Like uh, the one I bought recently was Full Metal, Full Metal Jacket. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. That just got released. Uh, and um yeah, I'm just waiting for this summer. I'm waiting for the 4K uh, re-release of Lake Placid. I just I knew that was coming. Yeah, I, I just can't wait because yeah. you know Lake Placid is Star Wars. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Apparently, Disney's not going to move forward with any. Like, they're not going to expand the Star Wars the universe anymore. It is what it is now. You mean they're not going to like revamp it into something else? Yeah, like, they're not going to like push the. Uh, I'm not sure how they've said it, but like it is what it is now. There's no like. Uh, um, extended universe or whatever it is. Exactly, they're not going to do that. There's like it is what it is now. Huh? Yeah, that's 
I, but you can tell stories. I don't know what they mean by that. So that you can like, let's say Star Wars right now is a circle. Let's say this is Star Wars that everything we knew about Star Wars right now, yeah, they're yeah. not gonna they're not gonna like make another circle and like and do this, this, and this based on the Star Wars universe. So, so basically, every, what they're every, saying every, is everything takes place either after um, a certain event happened. Oh, or I get what you mean. Related to it, or it happened in between events that we haven't heard okay. of yet. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, like Splinter of the Mind's Eye or something like that. Like. All right. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, the, this was taking ten years after. This was taking five years after uh, the first death. death Star BVUI. Yeah, exactly. Five BVUI. Remember yeah. when that was a big thing in comic books? Yeah. Five years before the Battle of Yavin. Yeah, fifteen thousand years before the Battle of BVUI. Eighteen ABY. Yeah, because like, I used to read those Star Wars graphic novels all the time. Like the old, oh, yeah, the for older sure. pub, Those are those are unma- those are better than movies. The comic series. They, well, I mean, the ones that came out before Phantom uh, Phantom Menace, yeah, all that stuff in the nineties, mm-hmm. they were all incredible. Yeah, like the stories of like the uh, like the the Sith War and like uh, Exar Kun, Shadows of the Empire. Mm-hmm. There's some really cool shit out there. Yeah, yeah, man, yeah. they were all your favorite book, uh, Heir to the Empire. Oh yeah, no, I love Heir to the Empire. Yeah. My favorite book of all time. Yeah, I don't hate that with a passion at all. Mm-hmm. There's hot a new chocolate. there's a new book coming Get out. The fuck out of here, there's, there's hot chocolate, yeah. Luke Skywalker. There's actually there's actually a new book coming out about, about Thrawn. Really? Yeah. Well, you know, I will say the Thrawn stuff that came out like post um, Last Jedi or around Last Jedi era, mm-hmm. not terrible stuff. Pretty yeah, th- good. Yeah, this takes place like right when he was like he was handpicked to like do something. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I read from the the jacket of the book. But uh, um, yeah, it just got released. I saw it at Best Buy. Uh, not Best Buy. Fucking uh, chapters. Chapters. Thrawn yeah. was a good character. Mm-hmm. There was just things about that that were silly, like the. There were things about um, Heir to the Empire and that trilogy that were as dumb as midichlorians. Like the the bubble that you can wear, you put a worm around your shoulder, and you make a force bubble. Yeah, who was that Jedi who was looking for Luke Skywalker? Oh, there was like that Jorus and Jorus. And Jorus there was like a, yeah, Jorus Yeah, yeah, and then mm-hmm. that was like Mara Jade kind of shows shit. up in that. Yeah. Like that's where she shows up. Mm-hmm. There's that one. There's a pirate. Mm-hmm. Those characters are cool, man. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with those. But there were just little things that were happening in that whole series. I was like, this is all dumb. Mm-hmm. Like all the the interactions of the characters and all the way they're they're like finding little things and the the, the rat faced. Cat ninjas, mm-hmm. all that was so stupid. Yeah, I don't know, but Timothy Zahn made his money off it, so I guess. Yeah, okay. and he's done good stuff since then. Like he's yeah. not a bad writer. No, he's a great writer. Yeah. So I wonder how much of that was like, hey, so I want you to put these characters into all these stories and cat people. That's a it. very good George Lucas. It is a good George yeah. Lucas. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a very good George Lucas. <laughs> I do a very good George Lucas, and I do a really good Ale- uh, Christopher Walken. But the Christopher Walken, he says a lot of derogatory shit, which I don't want to repeat. I can only I, do I, what I really on, mean. That's really you meant. I've been watching Christopher Walken videos for the past like week. Nice. Yeah. I'll, I'll do it later on because- uh, you see when he was on John, that Jonathan Ross show when he did the he did nursery rhymes? No. <laughs> oh, when he did the, the the Three Little Pigs? Oh, I'm sure it's phenomenal. Oh, fuck. It's amazing. Oh, I bet you he- Man, him and uh, and Samuel L. Jackson that go the fuck to sleep. Mm-hmm. That that kind of stuff. Yeah, I love that shit. I want to. Do you see that? Remember the Dave Chappelle where like uh, where he said like you have to drink. It's, I'll have a Samuel L. Jackson. That beer. <laughs> yeah, the beer. Yeah, Sam Jackson beer. I'll have a Sam. You you know who asked for a Samuel L. Jackson? No, Bill Burr. Was it Bill Burr? Mm-hmm. Oh goddamn, he was a writer on that, wasn't he? That's like full head of hair, ginger Bill Burr. Yeah, exactly. You know, skinny, like- looking like he's just coming out of a Chris Rock show or. Uh, a kid rock show. Yeah, or he's like playing a double for like uh what's his face? Um uh the guy from Happy Days. <laughs> oh, Opie? Opie. No, no, the 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 Ron Howard. Ron Howard, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's a Ron Howard stunt double. Yeah. He always looked to me at that era like the kind of guy who'd be hanging around with Michael Rappaport. Yeah. During uh, what was that movie with uh, Ice Cube where he played the Nazi? Oh, uh Higher Learning. Higher Learning. Yeah. He looks like I... he'd be one of Michael Rappaport's buddies. Buddies, yeah. Higher Learning. Like his drinking buddy. One of the drinking buddies. Yeah, he's like, "Hey man, you got to do this, man." You gotta do this, man. Yeah, I'm telling you, you gotta go do this. Yeah, man. You gotta go hook up with the neo Nazis and flip a coke machine and all that shit. Yeah, the um, 
Uh, actually, you know, I was like, I was, uh, he was a big fan of Bill Burr, my dad. Really? Yeah. Dad's a big Bill Burr fan. Yeah. Huh? I, was, I, I, I was, uh, I was done by, I, I, I came over and I was like, uh, um, uh, I just heard. Of, I was like, I heard Patrice O'Neill, Patrice O'Neill, and uh, Bill, and Bill Burr talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell? Watching your YouTube channel or your yeah, YouTube feed? Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what is that? And he's like, that's. Uh, I'm like, Dad, that's Bill Burr. And he's like, Bill yeah, Burr. that's. He was like, that's that's. This is Bill Burr. Of course, I, Bill Burr. I said, are you just watching it right now? And he's like, no, I've watched his. I've watched ten videos of him. Really? And he's like, I said, I said, yeah. I'm like, yeah. He's my one of my favorite comedians. He's like, I goes, I love that guy. Oh, that's hilarious. He's like, he's, he swears a lot, but I love. But his, he's like, his comedy is telling stories. His man, that's yeah. the that's it. Like if you can get past, get, I don't I don't know anybody in our parents' age group mm-hmm. personally who likes Bill Burr because they all think he curses too much. But if you get past the cursing, that guy tells some of the he's got some of the best joke storytelling. Yeah, in comedy today, oh, yeah. maybe ever. Yeah, he was, he watched his Netflix special with like that the one he did in London. Oh no way! Yeah, he's that's a good that. one. Yeah, and my dad's like he goes this guy this this guy just tells stories really yeah, yeah, yeah. well because that's what my dad likes to do. Like my yeah, dad, yeah. my dad is actually he, my dad's probably one of the funniest guys I know, but he's uh, but he does because he can tell stories about like from India and stuff like that, and people yeah. are on the floor laughing. Our parents' generation have got a lot of those mm-hmm. storytellers. Yeah, who when when they tell a story, like your dad, he's probably got that that same kind of a knack of like the the matter absurdity, of fact. Yeah. yeah, the matter the matter of fact. Yeah, but also there he can understand the absurdity. Yeah. of what he was seeing, and he understands it's hilarious. Yeah, like my dad, I'll tell you one like where my dad just went. Uh, he goes. Uh, Cause my dad used to play kabaddi, like that's that. I mean, yeah, people, people, don't, people don't know what, what a kabaddi is. It's like, uh, it's like tag and foot. It's like tag, but uh, you have to wear like a loincloth, and you can beat the shit out of the guy who t- uh, who touched you. Well, it's a it's a form of mixed martial art. Yeah, pretty it, much. It, yeah, it is. It is a mixed martial art. Yeah, There's and you have judo to, and tripping and wrestling and hitting, grappling, slapping, slapping, be, yeah. and hitting. So you have to, you have to have balls of steel to play that game. Yeah. And so my dad was telling me like, uh, when he uh, he was playing against this one team. And uh, there was one guy who was, who was supposed to be really good. Mm-hmm. So my dad goes, I'm just uh, spitballing here, but he goes, uh, he goes, this guy, the, everyone said that this guy was supposed to be the best kabaddi player. He was so fast. No one could touch him. Okay. So then I go, uh, he, we, I, we play, we, uh, we play against his team. Okay. Uh, uh, we were circling. I fucking love that. Yeah. Accent. He's like, he's, we're circling. <laughs> he's circling. We're circling around him. He's looking, 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 looking. And then. He he looks at me, and I know he's going to touch me. <laughs> so he touched me. I ran after him. I caught him by the leg. He's trying to get away. So then he's like, my dad just like he said, I pulled him back. I hit him so hard. <laughs> he's still dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I hit him so hard. Uh, he's so he still says, dumb. Too, he put his hand up like this. He's like, I hit him so hard. <laughs> he's still stupid. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's and, such a. And all the, uh, our whole family was in the living, like it was in the living room when he told that story. Everybody was on the floor laughing. I can imagine. Yeah, and he was being dead serious. He's like, "Yeah," because I, I I beat the living shit out of this guy. So is he is he funny because he just like tells a story and the situation is ridiculous, or he does he really like get into I the think embellishing? It's, I, of it? I think it's both because like, yeah. he, he tells the story so well. Yeah. Uh, whether he's a, whether he knows it or not, but yeah. like the way he but. Uh, but the situations are also hilarious too because it's India, right? So yeah, like, yeah. like God knows what the hell happens in that goddamn country. India is so. nuts, man. I yeah. mean, like I've, I've in the fields of the job. <laughs> I've been there a lot, and it's a it's a wild country. Yeah, man, it's like the wild west out there. It's the like, wild west out yeah, there. Yeah, man, people are packing pro- double prontes and <laughs> all that shit, man. So I was like, oh, 
my grandmother was um, even like when she was significantly older. Before she kind of like she had a, a pretty bad accident. She mm-hmm. had dementia, so like from like massive head trauma. Yeah. But the biggest loss was that she couldn't. She wasn't like uh, telling stories anymore. Mm-hmm. But she was a great storyteller. Yeah. And she wouldn't. She knew how to. She wouldn't tell you like comedy bits or, or jokes or whatnot. Not mm-hmm. necessarily. That she knew how to really like work a story into this this like a beginning, middle, and an end, and a callback. Mm-hmm. Like if she had a, in her era, if she had access to people who could show her how to tell a joke mm-hmm. or be a really good comedian, she would have nailed it. But my mom's mom was like one of those who could who could do that. Yeah, she could craft a joke and then like slap you with a punchline and then slap you with a callback. You know, like that's all just it's a skill, man. Yeah, actually, that's that's a weird thing about like uh, like parents like uh, like I guess our, our parents' generation mm-hmm. is that uh, um, uh, I was like I was reading this article like literally a couple of days ago, and um, it's all about how um, like especially in the in the U.S. Uh, like it happens here too. Like I, I'm I, there's living proof of it. Like I know parents who do this. Is that um, I guess racism against uh, black people? They say like you know white whites don't treat them treat us with the respect and stuff like that, which is totally justified, and I mm-hmm. totally agree with it. But uh, there's also a fact that uh, like Asian uh, Asian people, especially East Indian people, they're like they ask them like like you ask them like yeah, East Indian people have not are not they they treat brown like black people like the same way they they, they say the same things about them. Oh yeah, yeah, and, for sure. Yeah, there's and, definitely racism yeah, towards like, black. Yeah, because yeah, because but the thing is like Indian people don't have the numbers, obviously, right? Yeah, there's no like there's no like recordable history of it, right? Yeah, Whereas yeah. like, you know, like East Indian people didn't have black people as slaves or whatever, right? But like Well, we also had our fair share of being shit on by Brits. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was it was a, a different way. Yeah, so I think the uh so the I think it's not the hatred's not the right word, but like uh there's um the 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 the, the I guess the, the 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 racism against black people from from the Asian from the East Indian community mm-hmm. uh it is there. Oh, it's definitely there. It's there. It's definitely there. I, I think there's... And, and, um, yeah, and I've heard it from people's mouths, especially like some people in my family even, which I'm ashamed to say about it, is that uh, you hear that and you're like, man, if you were white and someone mm-hmm. heard you and you were at oh, a rally... Yeah, canceled. You, yeah, you would, yeah, you would have gotten like, your, your ass handed to you. Yeah, you and canceled. Yeah. I got really... Like I always say, I was really not lucky, but um, my dad, when he came to Canada, he was super westernized already because they were very much like a... Um, like a, they had shops, they had stores out there. They did a lot of like business with like different people when they were in in Fiji, and all that all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But when he came here, he was very much a minority in a land full of white people. And his the way he was able to kind of, I guess, find groups to navigate with was yeah. he he was with minorities, black, Chinese, whatever it was. That was kind of how he identified himself. He's mm-hmm. like, we are all this minority group. Yeah. And then there's a whole bunch of people who don't look like us as a whole, like a much larger group of people who are homogenized into, into one group, mm-hmm. they don't like us. Mm-hmm. It's not like that, you know, they don't like brown people, they don't like black people, or they don't like Chinese people. Yeah. In his mind, he's like, they don't like our group because we're the minority as a group. Mm-hmm. So when I was growing up, I was always, he reinforced that so much with me. He's like, look, those are our Chinese and black brothers, and we can't be, we can't be aggressive or rude or racist towards them mm-hmm. because the much larger group is already doing that to us. Yeah. So we can't do that to anybody else. So I felt like very, even now as an, as an adult, like I have this understanding. I, can, I can't believe how lucky I was that he did that. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. But there are definitely members yeah. within, within all those communities, mm-hmm. between Asians, between like now what you want to call South Asians, mm-hmm. us Indians, yeah. um, black people, um, northern Asians, that whole group, 
they all kind of they're all racist towards no, each other. No, they are. They are like the. I um, mean, there's definitely there's definitely black people who don't like brown people and Chinese people. Mm-hmm. There are Chinese people who make uh, fucking commercials for detergent where they put a black guy in a washing machine, washing machine and he comes, comes out Chinese. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? That's racist as fuck. Yeah. That's happening on TV in China right now. Yeah. There's, so there's definitely a lot of racism. Yeah, I think also the... Uh, um, especially in or at least Indian, cultural bias. At the very bias, least, cultural yeah. bias. Yeah, because I think the uh, in the uh, in the Indian system, it's like when you, when you then when you throw in the caste system as well, it's like... Oh, uh, for sure. There's the, people to have... Develop a, a superiority complex because, like, they belong to a certain caste, so they oh, think they're, they, they think they're better than everybody else. Well, look at all the uh, the Christian Indians. Yeah, the Christian Indians still harbor tons of resentment towards uh, non Christian Indians. Indians. Yeah, uh, both Hind- or Hindus, Muslims, and uh, Sikhs, mm-hmm. because the idea that they were they had this belief that Christians were lepers. Yeah, because a lot of a lot of people who had leprosy were converted into Christianity, Christianity so they yeah. could find their way into uh, like a hospice care or hospital care. Mm-hmm. So the idea was that if you were a Christian, you must have had leprosy or yeah. somebody in your family had leprosy. Therefore, yeah. you were dirty. Don't touch them. Their skin is unclean. Gore. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> so there's tons of that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, like, you know, don't you, fucking touch them. Yeah, you know I learned that word hmm. from my favorite Amita Bachchan movie. Of course. You know what it is? I have no idea. Uh, I can't like, stand that guy, so I have no idea. I hate that guy too, but like uh, growing yeah, up- Yeah, fucking- Read the news yeah. about the fucking murders- and the drugs and the whoren in India right now, mm-hmm. and you'll hate them more. But anyway, I yeah. digress. To yeah. use your word, there's a movie called Dish, baby. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, that that I watched that because yeah. his uh, his mom had a uh, had leprosy. Yeah, yeah. And he showed she showed her his his hand, and she's like, he's like he's like ah god. And I'm like, what is that? And I was <laughs> like, lepros- I looked at her, I looked at her hand. I'm like, what? The, Jesus Christ! Yeah, what the fuck is that? Mom was like, it's leprosy. I was like. I'm like, well, don't say it like that. It's just, it's just leprosy. I'm like, no. It's just leprosy. No, it's, it's, it's fucking leprosy. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking leprosy. And she needs to get that shit checked. Exactly. Or chop that thing off or something. Man. Jesus. But see, that was it, right? Yeah. There was so much negativity towards people who had leprosy. Yeah. And a lot of them converted. Therefore, if you were a Christian, there was a high risk of you having it or knowing somebody who had it or touching somebody who didn't have it. Yeah. The, the, uh, I used to have that um, uh, that thing with my dad. It's like... Uh, uh, like I said, like I, I, like my dad's awesome, but like uh, he would have that issue with the. Uh, I was I always confront him with that uh, that the caste system, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I can't believe how lucky we were being that far away from it, man. Oh man, yeah, like not it, having that being a major part of our system. Yeah, it was. Uh, so I would just quiz him to see like how how much he actually believed in it, mm-hmm. and he said. So I just gave him like a kind of like a like a made up scenario where like if I married a girl who's the lowest caste, but she was a doctor. Yeah. Right. Like regardless of what she did, like she's a, but she was. I said she's a she was a great lowest lady. cast. Yeah, like lowest cast, but she's nicest person, nicest person. Like you know, she had like nice, great personality. She's so nice, so amazing caring. teeth. Yeah, yeah, a great teeth. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, just everything. Like she and and also, uh, she let's say she had a great job and all that stuff, right? I said, what if she was a? Uh, um, but I think what you said is, what if she wanted to be a doctor? Oh yeah, let's say like she had, she had the opportunity to become everything she wanted. She yeah. wanted to. Oh, let's say at least she she was successful. Yeah. Whatever it is, right? Um, and like so, and my dad like really liked her. He first met her, and uh, and I dropped that bomb on him that she was uh, uh, she's from this specific cast, like mm-hmm. the lowest cast, right? And then my dad would be like, it's not like he would. He didn't even say like, no, I wouldn't allow that marriage. He said that would be impossible. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I, I, it goes, I can't imagine that that would happen. I said, what? That I would marry her? He's like, no. That a girl like that would exist. Yeah, that she would exist. Yeah, that and she would be of the lowest caste and yeah. be successful and be a doctor. Yeah, so yeah, it's so, impossible. Yeah, she wouldn't he's, exist. He's like, that, that wouldn't happen. I, then I looked at him. and I was like, that's when I really, I, I was like, yeah. When you're like, you know, when people believe in relig- like in hardcore religion, but yeah, they yeah. but they discount science completely. Yeah. 
that was kind it's of it's culty I, man I, yeah i had that i had that moment with him i was like this i'm like what my dad thinks this yeah and so it took a lot of like uh like a lot of teeth pulling so i was just like so finally he was now he's like uh He's finally back to normal. Oh yeah, no, but it's weird because it's like weird. it's indoctrination, plain it and simple. Yeah, like, I, like my friend phoned one day. I think I told you my friend phoned one day on the call display. It had his last name, and Dad's like, "Who is that?" I said, "Oh, that's my friend." He's like, "Don't trust me. I'll rob you blind." I said, "What are you, what are you talking about?" <laughs> He's like, "His last name is this. He's the, from this cast. They're like those people are known to steal." Crooks. I was like, yeah, I was like, "He lives in Edmonton." Yeah, he w- didn't have any uh, any kind of nurture. Into the system. It's not like it was born, like nature versus nurture. It's not yeah. like he was born into the cast, therefore he is. Yeah. A scorpion is a scorpion. Yeah, but he's not a scorpion. Yeah, <laughs> he's I know. a human. So was, yeah, but, but, like, but now he's like, he's, he, now he's like, ah, he goes, yeah, he goes, all that stuff is, is, is crap. It's all now. bullshit. Yeah, he's like, but he, like, but in that sense, he's like, he's totally changed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's total bullshit. But I mean, at the same time, it was like, it was culty indoctrination. It is like you because mm-hmm. well, the thing is like when you grow up into that system, right? Oh, yeah. It's like anything. It's like if you were born in like the first, the first, that, the first, like, thing you 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 learn is to like uh on sundays you have to go to church yep. and like uh, you have to pray to this god and uh, you can you can only do these certain things and you can only jack off you can't have sex and stuff like that right but if you don't spill your seed yeah it's a waste <laughs> of seed but like uh but if, you, if you're if you're taught that at a, at a young age yeah then you're like uh you're indoctrinated oh absolutely but if you're taught that at when you're like 20 you're gonna be like what, what are you talking about what the fuck does that mean Dude, I, get, I met this a guy. guy walked on water what the yeah what do you mean yeah, he fed a whole village with two loaves of bread and a fish like, can you imagine are, are, like yeah. if you were twenty years old, you'd never heard of religion at all. You lived in a bubble. Yeah. And all of a sudden, your parents are like, you know what? We never taught you about Jesus. Yeah. It's like he was this magical guy whose father lived in the sky. He was magical as well. Mm-hmm. He had a garden. He had a man and a woman who he made from dirt and the man's rib. Yeah. And then a magic snake showed up. Oh, I thought you said he was creating everything. He made the magic snake, and the snake was evil. Yeah. It's like no, well, the snake came from below ground. It's like, but I thought he made the ground. So he made the ground, the evil stuff in yeah. it. No, no, it magically appeared. If he's infallible, then how the fuck? Like you could break their logic so easily. Yeah, it, it, like it's, uh, it's, it's easy. It's it's very easy to do that. Yeah. But by the same token, it's like you don't want to take that away from them because if that's truly what they believe, and it's like <laughs> he'll it, break it, their it, fucking brain. Yeah, because like, yeah, because yeah, you'll break their brain, right? Or, yeah. or you'll take away something that's very like special to them, right? Oh, for if sure. You critique it, right? Or it just causes a rift, and you'll be like, okay, this guy. Behind your back, they're gonna be like, you know what? I, I poured my heart out religiously because yeah, I believe yeah. in this kind of things, and he just totally shit all over it, right? So, he crapped all over it. Yeah, so like you you avoid those arguments now because they don't. Uh, um, it doesn't do. They, you any they don't good. contribute to your well being. Yeah, because you know, like I wouldn't like because because if I don't if I don't believe it, yeah. who, who am I to say that you shouldn't believe it? Yeah, I have so. like I have no problem with people who believe it. I, like you can go and do and believe and practice whatever you want. I don't care if you're gay, straight, white, black, Chinese, Christian, Muslim, whatever, man. Yep. Shinto, go do whatever you want to do, Buddha. Yeah. Like that's you do you, mm-hmm. but do not try to shove it onto yeah, me. Don't, don't, but don't don't do you onto me. Yeah, don't do you onto me. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Imagine that it's it should be. Imagine that your religion is your jizz, and you jerked off onto somebody. Yeah. Who didn't want that? Yeah. Outside of a porn set, I don't want that. Yeah. I want somebody else's jizz yeah, on me because it's fucking gross. Yeah, do you want me to spooge all over your face? Right. It's the same thing. That's that is how infuriating and how like abusive that would be. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's akin to fucking jizzing on somebody who doesn't yeah. want to be jizzed on. I don't know why I'm doing it the left because weird. I'm left handed. No, but yeah. it's one of those things where yeah, yeah it's re- the yeah, same thing. Yeah, religion is is something you keep. I I believe it's something your 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 beliefs and stuff like that. Yeah. You keep it private. Like you keep the, it private yeah. in your pants, in your balls. That's yeah. where or, or your 
Clit, where the fuck you fucking or keep you, your or, shit? Or you, you do it in civil your discourse. Your coin purse. Yeah, or civil, exactly. Yeah. If you're in a in a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. and they say to you, let me ask you something. Sir, uh, what God do you pray to? And what God do you pray to? Yeah, out of all the thousands that are out there. The thousands you, yeah. that are out there. Mm-hmm. My God is the everlasting sky. Your God lives beneath him. Then I'm like, oh, okay, I'll eat my chicken and shut the fuck up. But if I don't ask you that question, mm-hmm. then I don't want to hear what God do. You know what? Go to your shitty fucking blog and your mm-hmm. 15 followers yeah. and write your post close your laptop and go to bed and feel like you did something good. But don't tell me mm-hmm. about your fucking God. Yeah, because I, I, if some people who believe in God, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, you have any idea how much closer we are than you think? Yeah. And then, so I, and then, I said, then they said, like, what? And then I said, yeah, you just believe in one one more God than I do. Yeah. Because I don't believe in any because there's thousands out there. Like, exactly. You don't, you don't believe in like Neptune or Zeus or yeah, yeah. Jupiter. I'm like, you just believe in your Christian God or your Roman Catholic God, right? Yeah. I just don't believe I don't believe in any of them. So you, I, I just don't believe in one uh, one less than you do. So and the truth is, man, like even that belief, that one less or one more, if that same person was born eighteen hundred years ago, mm-hmm. let's say seventeen hundred years ago, you are still believing in the gods and traditions and religion of a radical cult. Like yep. Christianity was a fucking radical cult for two hundred years. Yep. For 200 years, it was mm-hmm. like, no, man, these people are psychopaths. Oh, yeah. Those people are out of their goddamn minds. Mm-hmm. Whatever God, Hebrew God, they were out of their minds, man. Mm-hmm. It was it was not like openly, it wasn't like Jesus showed up, he was born, he did some you know stage magic, mm-hmm. and then he died, and all of a sudden everybody was like, you know what we got to do is we have to worship him for the next 2,000 years. Yeah. That didn't happen. No, that was that was that was all done thousands of years ago by people who were dumber than the dumbest people today. Exactly, and then well, you know what? Who's to say that? Because like when you like go, if you go do a deep dive into uh, into Martin Luther, like not Martin Luther King, Martin Luther, Martin and you look Luther, at the way yeah. he expanded the Christian Church, yeah, like absorbing parts of like Nordic mythology and like Northern religions, yeah, and all that should be like, hey, we all we should do is they have their they have their uh, elections in the winter time. Well, we should say we have Christianity uh, Christmas in the winter time. Yeah. And therefore, we'll merge it all together. And Odin is a jolly, fat, white guy and slept near your head seven feet, seven reindeer. Saint Nicholas, we have a Saint Nicholas. Make yep. him make him a saint and make him the, the kid, the dude in Greece who gives gifts to children. Make him a fat guy who comes from the north. It's yeah. like all the weird shit they did. Yeah, because Lutherism is like, they believe there's no heaven in Lutherism, right? Lutherans? No, Lutherans is like when you're dead, you're dead. Is that what it is? Yeah. I, I, don't, I think it is, yeah. I don't know if that's so much it. Because write, they, write that down so we can research it later. Yeah, so let's so research we don't it later on because there is a whole lot of... Yeah. Good thing for my chimpanzee feet. Oh, hey, Jesperson got fired. I'm sorry? <laughs> Ryan Jesperson got fired off a of Chad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I said chimpanzee. I remember you might have said something about staff or Mike Nickel being Oh, man. Yeah, that was that is what it is. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he did it in a in a racially charged way. No. I think he referred to He's, somebody in a way where Chad is like, you can't, you can't say chimpanzee anymore because people lose their shit. Yeah. Well, but like, but by no means defending him, though. He's... I I, don't know, I like Ryan Jesperson. I, I will. He's, yeah, he's he was good at what he did. He was very good at what yeah. he did. He was Can't entertaining. From, yeah. He was intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for, as far as I know, that guy had pretty much like everybody's back all the time, mm-hmm. unless you were completely unreasonable. He yeah. seemed like a very reasonable human being. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I just think that was uh, um, well, they yeah they made their decision. So what can you do? Um, I wonder about the the Lutherans and Lutherans. A no heaven thing. I don't know. That's a, yeah. We'll, we'll, wonder, we'll, right? we'll look at it. Like no, a, I'll take a look at it later. Like oh, when you're, we'll, we'll, like take a when, look. When you die, you're dead. When you die, you're dead. That there's no like lights out, night night. Yeah. <laughs> no cup of coffee when you wake up in the morning. Yes. You're done. Yeah. So they have a. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not sure if like if you're like if, you, if that is. Let's say that is the case when you're mm. Lutheran and you're uh, uh, you're on your deathbed. Yeah, yeah. Like I wonder how many people have that fear. We're like, okay, this is it. 
This is the end. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I think, yeah. So, but I think there's a lot of people who are just not religious. They'd be like, you know what? It is what it is. When I'm, is when, it I'm, is, when, I'm when I'm dead, fucking just make sure that uh, whatever you can use for my body, use it. <laughs> use use all the pots. Yeah. Exactly. I got good pots. Use them all. <laughs> um, I really, I don't know. I mean, not to get too deep into it, but I think there's uh, there's got to be something. I think I think you're the what makes you you has got to go into something. Actually, you know what? I actually confused my school psychologist. I went. Uh, oh, of course he did. I went to go because I was uh, I was getting pissed off at my teachers in grade three, mm-hmm. and uh, they asked me all these. They, 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 my parents are like, because I hated my teacher, and uh, I was like, was, you, no, you know, not grade three, grade five. I should say, you sorry. confused your school counselor in fifth grade. Yeah, I was like uh, Miss Miss Montague. I remember that was her. Oh. Yeah, and uh, but it was grade five. Well, they don't do well historically. Yeah. So. Um, uh, then I found out what Miss means, and I'm like, oh, no wonder she's divorced. And uh, <laughs> Ms. Yeah, Ms. It's Ms. Yeah, and you can call me uh, Mur. <laughs> you can call me Mur. Yeah, and uh, so I remember she was, she was she started like uh, I was like I was I'm like I was cause, like in grade five I was so I was so arrogant in school, and uh, <laughs> you were a real dick. Yeah, I was a dick, and, 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 and <laughs> like like I was uh, like. If I didn't like the teacher I had, I'd be uh, like, I'd be like, yeah, I, I like, I can't stand this because I, I was, I was a straight A student, but I was like, if I got bored with it, I'd be like, yeah, this is easy, this is, I hate this. I'm like, you're boring. And if I, because if you didn't have the teachers that I wanted, like mm-hmm. there's certain teachers I really liked, but I got the teacher I didn't like. I was like, I'm like, I hate this place. And then, um, I, so I went to go see her, and then uh, my my parents were there, and they asked me all these scientific questions, like, hey, why does metal rust? What's that brown stuff on it, right? I said, oh, metal oxide, um, it oxidizes in the presence of air. <laughs> you yeah because I, I had this book called the great book of knowledge I just, oh did you yeah and i was like I, I learned all that stuff and they were asking then she's like what about this this and i was asking i was like going all of them and she's like holy shit okay so the kid's up on his uh on his metal yeah so then uh then she's the kid knows what rust is yeah and then i said to her i said uh um then she's like uh she asked me something about like she's then she says she mentioned death like this lady hmm. was like very decrepit but uh, she asked me about death. She's like, what do you think happens when we die? It was one of those Keanu Reeves, like, is that exactly the way Stephen Colbert asked Keanu Reeves, right? Yeah, yeah. I said, and I said to her, I said, do you, I remember this. I said, do you know what I think? I, she said, what? I said, I think souls get recycled. <laughs> souls get recycled. Yeah. That's what you told her. Yeah. Souls said, get recycled. Yeah. Like you, I said, you wait. Did you really? Yeah. I remember. I remember <laughs> that has stayed with me for my whole life. That's cold, man. Yeah. I said, that's uh... That's like that's a pretty like fucked up thing for a kid to say to an adult. Yeah, I said that souls get recycled. I said you wake up and you're. I, I see you. You wake up in a, in a in a in a brand new body. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You just wake up as a baby somewhere else. Yeah. So like like literally the second the second like uh, jizz hits egg. Yeah. You just like you're something else. Yeah. 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 yeah or so is it or is it when you come out? It's like it's like when you you know when you when I said like you know when you wake up when I said wake up I, I guess my that was my interpretation of like when mm. you, when you get consciousness. So that the when you when you realize what you are, yeah, okay, yeah, because I have a I personally think that not this is gonna sound really dark. I think I just held on to that thought because I was like I never I, I, that's what I believe because I never let you, go of you that. never let go of it. In line with that, this mm-hmm. is not like a, a going off into a different, topic right, but it, it could be anything. It could be anything. Yeah, but in that line of that, like you're saying, they get recycled in. Mm-hmm. I. And this sounds super dark and super mean, and like I get into arguments with people about this all the time, especially people who are like religious or have like a fixed idea of what happens. Mm-hmm. I don't think everybody is a soul. I think there are people out there that's, who are that's like a very, defective. That, that's a very that's a very good point. Yeah, they're defective and they're fucked up and they don't have a soul because mm-hmm. I mean, guaranteed, there are, like there are mouth breathers out there who don't contribute. They don't. They don't try to like make other people's okay. lives better. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay, mm-hmm. and you're gonna you're gonna obviously you can elaborate. 
Um, so when you say, is there a different, you're saying a soul versus, because you mean soul that, ha that that just lacks like morality when you say they don't have a soul or they, they don't have, they, they lack consciousness. I think they lack whatever makes you a human like being? a human being in a sense. Like okay. I think there are people out there who are just drones. Like they're bots. Yeah. I think there are people walking around the planet right now that are essentially just like bots. They're, they're, they're there. They can do things, but they can't, like they don't function properly. When you see them try to like navigate the world, you've got to continuously hold their fucking hand. Yeah. I don't think they're mentally ill. I don't think that they're like, uh, they have some sort of like a, uh, oh, what we got there? Raji Samra. Fuck COVID. Feel for Ontario. Oh, thank you. Prayers up. Prayers up. Yeah. Hashtag. Hashtag. But um, I really think there are people out there who just there there's some there's a type of like emptiness when you see certain human beings, and there are people out there who they're just broken in general, who can't they they don't have empathy, they don't have sympathy, they can't uh, they can't. There's a weird kind of interaction that you have with somebody when you see them hurt that you want to make them feel better. Or if you don't like somebody, like, no, fuck that guy. Like Joseph Mengel? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, right? But even the guy who's like, fuck that guy, he probably has a soul mm -hmm. because he feels something. Yeah. And there's something happening in him mm -hmm. to drive him. There are people out there who might have like a legitimate mental illness, mm -hmm. but you can tell they have a soul because they, they feel for themselves or they might hurt somebody and feel bad about it. Yeah. I knew a kid when we were in like about third or fourth grade. He was bigger than everybody else. He was like a little bit of an overweight kid. Mm -hmm. And um, he was, he he seemed like, the idea of what I would say like doesn't really have like um the I like if you just heard the baseline what I said like he doesn't have a soul mm -hmm. like yeah he doesn't really do a whole lot mm -hmm. he's like a bump on the log plays video games as whatever yeah but, he's just like a he's just another useless human being who just walks up walks around looking up at shit you would think right yeah but at the same time like I knew he played video games mm -hmm. so he must enjoy things yeah like I knew that he like he loved his mom yeah he enjoyed that kind of stuff and the one time they beat the shit out of a kid. He felt awful and cried because he beat the kid up. And I remember him saying, like, I didn't want to do that. I was like, oh, my God. He feels so much. Like, he feels so much. I, I, you don't think that's weird? I had that exact same experience. Right? I mean, he, it, it might Myself, be a, some, yeah. Maybe, maybe you. Yeah. But, like, this kid was so hurt by being bullied for being obese mm -hmm. that when he fucked this other kid up who was smaller than him, and, I mean, he, like, for, like, a, like a third grade experience, like, we were all like, oh, I think you need to cut that out, man. That kid is dead. And he's like, I didn't want to do that. Like, he felt it. But then I also knew kids in generally the same age group who just didn't do anything. Like, sitting there, their mouth open, staring at the chalkboard. Like, you say things to them, like, yeah. it, like nothing registers. Mm -hmm. Like, they're just shells. They're alive. They move around. They can do things. If you ask them to come over and eat pizza, they'll come and eat it. They don't contribute to conversation. Yeah. You get, like, you have to kind of, like, you have to navigate them for them. Yeah, and I don't think necessarily those specific people who I'm like want my but meet that criteria mm -hmm. have what like quote unquote soul. I think they have life when they're there, but they're essentially drones. Yeah, I, I think yeah, no, I I well, that's that is obviously your opinion. I yeah. I, I, I totally respect it. Um, I disagree with it at all. No, no, I don't. <laughs> I, I think um, I, I don't. Uh, the um, I think a lot of people when they like in those situations, I think not not all of them, mm -hmm. but uh, certainly some of them. Uh, have that uh, have that either um, that consciousness or whatever you want to call it, or that, they definitely have consciousness, or that or that soul or whatever yeah. that that uh, the ability to feel for others to to, to have feel empathy or mm -hmm. um, uh, show emotion, whatever it is, or um, sometimes like it, it's like either if it's not a medical issue or like a, not a mental issue, mm -hmm. sometimes if those people it's it sucked away from them, 
depending upon their life circumstance. Could be, man. Yeah. I mean, they very well could be, but that person who has that sucked away from them, who has like the the will of joy mm-hmm. or has their joy sucked out from mm-hmm. things that happen, still have a soul. Yeah, they, they, but they're but they're husks. They're basically. they're husks. I mean, yeah. they might have had like trauma or tragedy or PTSD, mm-hmm. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But obviously they have a soul because they have PTSD. Yeah. You need that. Like the, what there is that thing there. But there I, are people who see great trauma and it just like I like bread. Like the next thing they think of is like, yeah. I wonder where the next. Yeah, that's uh, that's borderline retarded. <laughs> <laughs> well, that but I don't think they are too. Like I think there are people out there who like quote unquote yeah, retarded but, yeah, mental yeah, illness I guess who saying, have the, a soul. They are they are they are functioning exactly. Yeah, the I guess the like, look at a kid with Down syndrome. That's like they have two souls. Like they're so joyful and like they're just like like eager to please and be good and be happy. Yeah, yeah. I exactly. think they have too much soul. Yeah, the I think the. Uh, they got heart and soul. Yeah, but it, it also it'd be interesting to like uh, <laughs> to do uh, to have a litmus test for like see like if people have that. Uh, uh, for me anyway, like yeah. seeing, like let's say if because uh, like let's say those uh, the 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 German soldiers right who were actually mm-hmm. who were at Auschwitz and all those yeah. uh, those those concentration camps they can hear the screaming of those kids and those people are they getting gassed to death right and they no, just yeah. stood there and did nothing exactly so like um and there's been there's been evidence and there's been reports and studies shown that those people are just like. They lacked emotion. They just sit there, and those people were just like those situations just sucked the life out of them, basically, yeah, yeah. right? And they were just yeah, like you're right. They were just standing there, drones, basically, right? Yeah. So I guess maybe the a good litmus test would be like people who are in that situation, who you would deem as having quote unquote no soul, right? Mm-hmm. If you threw like a child or something like that in a, in, a, in water, mm-hmm. and it's like you're you go to that person, and be like, hey, you know what? Um, go save that person. Yeah. And uh, if you see like no action, or the person doesn't care, or doesn't know what to do, yep. and be like, then yeah, I, I would definitely, uh, I, I'm like, that'd be like, then I'll this be, person yeah, has me no you, soul. Me and you'd be like, are you soulless? And I'm not saying that like I'm not saying that I, I'm just saying that like literally, do you are you soulless? I think yeah. there's a there is a in that crisis, in that like situation in that uh, um, example in right? that arc of a, an example in that example I think um, you can have things like fight or flight. Or fight, flight, freeze. Yeah. Where if a baby's in the water or falls in the water, a person might freeze mm-hmm. and still meet my criteria of having a soul. Yeah. Because they're the fear. The fear grips them and they can't move. They're like, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But they don't scream for help or yeah. do whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But then there are there are situations, and this is just things that I've seen personally, like working in, in like violent areas mm-hmm. where violence can happen, mm-hmm. where you'll see something happen. And um, people just, they don't react, or yeah. they don't interact. And then you'll see other people who do react with that flight, flight, uh, fight, flight, freeze. Mm-hmm. But then there's this weird kind of person, too, who's like, look at that. Oh, look at that thing that Yeah, it, it also depends on the circumstances. The thing is happening there. Yeah, that guy got his head caved in. All right, let's go get some pizza. Yeah. No soul. Oh, yeah. No, no, there's, there's, and there's also, it depends on the circumstance, right? So if, but if you're on a train in New York and mm-hmm. some guy's like, Threatening to, threatening to beat up someone, right? Like there's, we've seen videos of it all the time where people yeah. just sit down, they just keep mind their own business, right? Whereas yeah. like one person will just take, has enough and just takes action and just, does something and, and does something, right? Then all of a sudden everyone feels brave enough to do something. Exactly. But yeah. we, I mean, that's also a group of like normal people, normal people, the yeah. vast majority, 99999 percent. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're trying to get to like just get to where they have to go and then yeah. get out and then they uh, just want to get out, avoid it, right? And so, they're they're terrified. Yeah, because they they don't want because a lot of people don't want to involve themselves in trouble. Yeah. But, but they also have no idea how to defend themselves. Yeah. They have no idea how to how to fight. Exactly. They've never been in a fight. Yeah. The the great, great majority of humans mm-hmm. have never been in a fight. Yeah. And don't know how to fight. Oh yeah, because I'll like you like obviously you know more 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 than I have because uh, of your I've just been I've been around, right? But yeah. like I've uh 
when uh like i've taken those trains like in uh and been on those uh been those situations where when you see one guy just mouthing off and like mm-hmm. threatening to beat up someone or getting in someone's face and stuff like that and you're like uh like the best thing you could do is yell like you know what just shut up like or whatever it is and next thing you know it's turned out the, the the attention's all turned on you yeah now you're yeah. the target or it's like uh um but i've had those moments where like uh i um, I had enough, and I was like, I got up, and I was like, I, I almost fought fifteen people. Yeah, yeah which yeah. gets you into a whole lot of trouble. Yeah, but I was, but I was willing to go. I was yeah. like, like all of you, I said, let's go one at a time. Give yeah. me three. I was like, I'll let well, out. somebody else is being is being, uh, for lack of a better term, they're being oppressed in the situation. Yeah, or they're being, you know, made the target of somebody else's vitriol, and yeah. you want to take that away from them. Yeah, like I probably put it on myself because I'm like, put on yourself. yeah, because I was like, one, one, it was, it was two things. The number one. Shut this guy up, or number two, yeah. let's see how tough. Let's see how tough this, guy, how really tough is. this guy is. Yeah, we've also had those fantasies, though. Like you know, when it's you, you and your friends are somewhere with a bunch of high school kids, you think to yourself, like, I wonder how fast we can get through these guys. That's like, what, that's what happened. Can, like, remember, I told you, remember that that fight I almost got into at, uh, yeah, at the McDonald's? At McDonald's. Oh yeah. You think sometimes like I could probably go through three. I, I could go through these guys like Sauron at the beginning of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, pretty much. I could just fucking. Boom. I could easily take yeah. three of these kids out. Oh like, yeah. With one solid rich yeah. hand. I guess thing is, I only I was with, <laughs> I was with two other people. Yeah. And I had a drunk friend in the car. Yeah. And I just said, uh, I'm like, I, I couldn't count on these two, these two pussies to like to do anything. <laughs> and uh, they were work buddies. And uh, I just said, I'll just do it myself. Never been in a fight. Yeah. And uh, yeah, these guys were like, uh, these guys are pencil pushers. But I, in that, I, yeah, in I just, that, though, I, I just got up and I was like, okay, hey, like, who's ready to go? Yeah. But at the same time, like, when you look at that, you think to yourself, well, number one, like I just said, the majority of them are just talkers. Oh yeah. Like this is weird kind of when we were at Reds, you would have these all ages shows, mm-hmm. and we're talking like like 4,000, 2,000 kids for these gigantic parties. And then these fights break out. Yeah. And there'd, these, be, the, the, there'd be these groups of guys who were in this tribal way, kind of mm-hmm. either like mosh pitting or doing whatever or getting into fights. And you would just walk in there and start picking them off. Yeah, and one it's by like, one. Yeah. One by one. And it's not tough. Like it, like you really, a lot of times in that job, because mm-hmm. that was the first one where I would do a lot of all ages shows. Yeah. I'd worked in like bars, bars, adults. Yeah. Who you, you kind of end up going too hard on, like you, hard on, you know, <laughs> That's what she said. You'd end up going too hard with those guys because yeah. they're bigger mm-hmm. and you assume that they're like, they're either drinking too much or coked up or who knows what. Mm-hmm. So you end up going a little bit hard. But then like you'd be at Reds you're like, oh, I fucking threw that kid way too hard. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Like I launched that kid into the, into the over the bar way too tough. Oh, yeah. Like, I, you know, and you realize like I could I could mow down. Oh, yeah. Like 15, 12 year olds with no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. It would not be. Yeah. Hard. Just one one punch and like 15 year olds. Yeah, one punch, one look. At the not even guy. punching. Yeah. Not even punching. Mm-hmm. I mean, like you could just like hold them too hard yeah. and they're going to cave, man. Yeah. And, like their, their, their will, you're going to suck the will out of them. Just by grabbing their elbow, it's a little bit too hard. Yeah, like you just see them, like oh, I don't know how to deal with this. Yeah, I just want to like punch, grab this guy by the collar and just rubber, like you know, rubber band punch him. Like, oh yeah, like, like starting a lawnmower. Yeah, just like a rattling bag, and just like yeah, just just yeah. Keep, just keep going. Who was that uh, Anderson Silva when he fought that uh, John Ir- John Irvine? John Irving? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When <laughs> that dude at two hundred five was like the first two hundred five, and you're like, I don't know, man, that guy's a killer. He's like a marine and shit, and he's mm-hmm. a hardcore motherfucker. Yeah, Anderson Silva just like starting a lawnmower. He yeah. dropped that kid, and it was just like. Fap, 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 yeah. fap. That kid wanted nothing of him. Yeah. He got know. up and he looked at himself like, I just didn't expect jack shit. What the hell? Yeah. He had to reassess his life. Oh, yeah. I kind of disappeared after that. Yeah, because I remember at that at that fight, I just, said, I just said to the guys, I'm like, all I, all those guys, I was like, hey, who's ready? Yep. I said, who's ready? I was like, one by one. I'm like, let's go. Who's, who's ready? And then uh, none of them said anything. Then this one girl, this ladies, then this one of, the, one of his girlfriends, this, this 15-year-old, he's like, mind your business. I was like, shut the fuck up. I, I, I called her a bitch. I was like, shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> shut your bitch up. Yeah, I was like, yeah. Put your girlfriend on the leash. Then, yeah, she looked at her boyfriend, and he's like, 
What am I going to do against this guy's going to kill me? <laughs> oh man, not to extend that too much. I was um I had a pretty bad incident one time at a bar I was working in recently. Not recent, recently, but about like up like six seven week. years ago. Yeah. It was last week. <laughs> um, where a dude we had a really tall guy. We had one of our guys was a giant. In fact, at one time when I was about to get myself in a little bit of trouble when I shouldn't have mm-hmm. this giant of ours. I, that t- I was probably about 195, maybe close to 200 pounds back then. Mm-hmm. He was so strong, he picked me up like kind of like the, by the arms. He squeezed me and lifted me up and put me back in the bar. Like it was, it was disconcerting, man. I I've never been lifted up like that. And I was about to go out and get myself in a little bit of trouble because a guy barked at my guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fucking go time. I walked out too hard, and this guy grabs me and lifts me up and puts me in the bar again. And it was like I could watch the entire like world turn. It was mm-hmm. strange. No way. Uh, he was holding a guy in a like not a not a choke but like a like a little bit of a chicken wing. Mm-hmm. So he had his head around his arm. Uh, he had his arm around his head and he's pulling his head back. And another dude rolled up and walloped that kid. And my guy didn't know what to do. We'll call him Dave. Dave didn't know what to do because all of a sudden he's holding a dude who's in a fight, and this other guy comes up and just smokes him, and that kid's head like explodes. So me and uh, another dude. I don't want to give away what bar it was because you know these guys. Everybody knows them. They've been here. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys have been here. So me and another one of my guys grab the puncher and we hold him down. And then the dude I'm with yells to the puncher, you all, you could have killed that kid. And for some reason, the puncher thinks we're yelling at him, like, I'm going to kill this kid. And because he's looking at me while the other guy's yelling it, he thinks I'm yelling, I'm going to kill this kid. I don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. Hold him there. Oh, yeah. We like lock him up. We take him to the back. We call the cops. We've got the whole thing on video. So everything goes, the cops come in, they give some tickets, do whatever. I think he had like a promise to appear to go into court, some shit like that, right? Yeah. Like about a month later, I'm walking to West Edmonton Mall and I just hear some guy yelling at me, like just fucking straight up yelling. And I look over and I think it's my cousin's current fiance or my cousin's fiance at the time. They're now, they're married now. Mm-hmm. So I look over and I thought it was him because I'm going down the escalator. Mm-hmm. So I just come back up the escalator and come back around to see it's him. I'm like, hey man, what's going on? But it's not him. It's this fucking douchebag who thinks that like that's almost gonna kill him. Do you remember me? You remember me? I'm holding, oh yeah, like, I remember you told me this story. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm holding like all my groceries and shit in my hands because yeah. like I went from one part to the other. Mm-hmm. You know where the car was? I'm holding my stuff and he's like, "All right, that's it, man. Right now, yeah. right fucking now." Mm-hmm. So I don't know who this dude is, but my next reaction is empty your hands because like this might happen. This might happen. So I just dropped all my stuff. I'm like, "All right, uh, I got somewhere to be, so let, let's just start this. Mm-hmm. Let's get going." Yeah. And he's like, "Whoa, what?" I'm like, yeah, like, clearly you've got a beef here. Like, I had no idea who he was. Mm-hmm. And then it came back to me when I saw him. I'm like, oh, I thought, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm like, clearly you've got, like, a beef here and you want to make something happen. I have a guy with a moped? All right, let's, uh, let's close that guy up. Yeah. So uh, the guy just stands there and he sees me drop all my groceries, mm-hmm. like, with no worries. <laughs> reckless abandon for my eggs. Yeah. And um, now I'm just telling him, like, let's get this going. Tick tock, clock's ticking. I got somewhere to be. He's like, I'm not, not going to fucking fight you wearing a suit. I'm like, you called me here, man. Yeah. You called me to come up here. Like, what the fuck? You're wasting my time. Yeah. <laughs> he just walked away. You should be like, yeah, there's a dry cleaner right around the corner. <laughs> dry cleaner on the corner. Yeah. He's like, I'm like, TikTok, man. Like, you're wasting my fucking time, buddy. Like, this happens or you hit the road. And his girlfriend's like, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. And he's wearing a suit. I think he worked in the mall. He's like, I'm not going to fight you wearing a suit, man. This is ridiculous. Don't ever come near me again. I'm like, you called me here, man. Yeah, man. Those, those people are just useless. They're useless. But the whole idea is like they just they don't know. Like they don't yeah, know they don't, how to they, fight. Yeah, they don't know. They're just like uh, they think 
their 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 mouse will always get them in trouble. It'll always get them in trouble, and that's the same dude who's like the the fifteen year olds. Yeah. Like you could you could walk through those guys. Oh really yeah, like, yeah. It's, it, but even when I went back, I was like, like when I went back, they, they, my friends are like, like not my friends, the coworkers were like, the people you work. That was with there. They they're like, uh, whoa man. They said that was crazy. I'm like, no, that was stupid. I'm like, I'm like, like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, uh, like, what were you guys gonna do? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah, like you know what happened is like after I like I told you this like after that happened when I got up when I stood up and I started mouthing off those guys and like and then one guy got in my face and I told the guy to put a leash on him. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I love that. That's such a that's such a snatch. I said, "Is this your friend?" And he's like, "Yeah." I'm like, "Well, put a fucking lead on him or something, right?" And then, uh, and then <laughs> it turned about into five top. guys got up from <laughs> yeah. their tables and came came uh, right to right back towards me and like they they came to back me up but those are the guys who were listening to abuse for some time yeah, and like they were watching a yeah, sis- and, yeah. instance and then I, I i think i heard what some of their girlfriends go like they're like go stand with that guy yeah yeah and then uh so yeah you should go there yeah so like i was like uh, i threatened them. i was like i said let's go and i was pissed off i was like you guys are just there, there are people here who are trying to relax and just have a late night meal like, yeah. everyone wants to go home right yeah man but you're mouthing off this uh, this poor homeless guy and then uh, that's I, so gross. Yeah, and I said that's that's enough. And then you, and then your your fucking uh, your dog it was like uh, saying like yeah man fight him knock him out and I was like put him in a body bag. Yeah, put him in a bo- <laughs> yeah, pure, bo- him a body pure Bobby bag. Brown from fucking Karate Kid. Uh. And then uh, but then the guy who was the who I told him to, told to put his friend uh, to put his friend on a leash that guy he went over to the to the homeless guy yeah. sat down with him and ate dinner with him. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Yeah, I think you scared him straight. Yeah, so he did it. Uh, the big takeaway from the whole thing, though, is that don't get into fights. No, number one, they're stupid. Fights are dumb. The worst thing is like they're embarrassing. You don't know. Like I didn't know. I I I got into something that I did. I got walked into a situation in that time. Yeah. That I didn't know if that guy had a buddy mm-hmm. who he's walking around in the mall mm-hmm. who maybe has a knife. Mm-hmm. I'm too busy dealing with this guy. I've just broken all my eggs and then I get stabbed in the back because like he's got a friend who just decides like what's my friend getting into? Mm-hmm. I'll just fucking stabby stabby walky walky mm-hmm. and it's all shanky, good, right? Shanky shanky, shanky yeah. game over. Yeah, it can just happen, right? I mean, you don't know if those kids have like knives or whatever. Yeah, or friends outside, or you're walking the parking lot and they decide to run you over. Yeah, because that shit happens all the time. Like at the end of the day, avoid confrontation all the time, but. Like take a martial arts class, or like learn how to take care of yourself, defend or, yourself. Or, yeah, or learn how to talk, like how to learn how to assert yourself and yep. de- develop a good look. <laughs> yeah, but at the same time, yeah. that can get you into fucking trouble. So no, like, but, but also like, learn yeah, how to hit toss. Yeah, because like even like, but even for like anything, any confrontation, big or small. Yeah. Whether it's like even at work or something like that, if you want to get a point across, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you're being mister a look will get you like a thousand miles. Confidence is yeah, king. Man. Like if you have if you have got confidence, mm-hmm. people second guess themselves pretty fast yeah, like, because oh. they also don't know how to fight. Yeah, it's true. Oh, I should, uh, plowing yeah. ahead. Plowing ahead. What do you have? Uh, let's see. We had I did the Bethesda. The Bethesda. You mm-hmm. brought that up. Um, we talked about Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Uh, Peter Foley was supposed to get a much worse death. Yeah. 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 Matthew Modine was supposed to get hit by the tumbler, fly into the air, and slap the ground. That's right. And it's gonna be sickening. Mm-hmm. And they're like, "Well, we can't do that. We can't do that." Yeah. NC-17. Yeah, 17, yeah. <laughs> they they don't like graphic imagery of cops being hit by cars mm-hmm. and then hitting the ground that hard. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, um, I'm probably gonna go see Tenet again. I will probably watch that when you do. We should just go. Let's I go. will. I will hop on board with that. Yeah. I'm all over that. I, um, I I need to see it again because I, I have to understand it more. Yeah, I and I haven't seen it yet, mm-hmm. so I'm down for yeah. that for sure. If you haven't sure. seen Tenet, go see it in IMAX. Yeah, it's it's pretty good. That's my. That's your. Begging, that's my begging face. That is the backside attack tip of the day. Yeah. Go see Tenet in theaters. Go see Tenet. Don't be scared. In IMAX. Yeah, in IMAX. Go see an IMAX. Wear a fishbowl over your head. Yeah, it's safe to go to theaters. Trust me. 
Just it's safe to go. Well, Don't when you were there, it was like you were the only one in your aisle. It, I was the. It was myself and four other people. That's pretty. In good. an IMAX theater. Yeah, that's pretty. Good. Yeah. Uh, Noel Gallagher apparently has strong feelings about uh, COVID, COVID and masks. Yeah. And then they asked him. I think I'm not sure if they asked him or somebody else brought it up because I kind of half read it about the idea that uh, well, you, we saw you on your bicycle wearing a helmet. He's like, masks are dumb. They don't do anything. They're, they're not preventative. They don't do shit. They do, and plus, if that guy's got COVID, he'll cough into his mask and I won't get it. Yeah. Like, well, why are you wearing a bike helmet then? Yeah, exactly. Well, if I fall, I don't want to hurt myself. Well, huh? Ah. 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 Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Do you, yeah, do you, do, do you ride in the middle of the street? No. You yeah. ride on the sidewalk. Yeah. Yeah. You ride in the sidewalk. You ride, why? You ride in the bike lane. Why exactly. do you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so, just in case. Just in case. It's preventative. Well, yeah. It's preventative. Yeah. What a fucking idiot. Yeah, it's not about violating your rights. It's about health and safety, you fucking idiot. It's about health and safety. Um, we talked earlier about, like, you know, relationships and shit. That, uh, I don't know if you know who Christina Anstead is. She had those shows where she was renovating houses with her... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, and then, that, that, she's married to that uh, that half... Uh, he looks like he's kind of Iranian, right? I think he's, like, Iranian, Lebanese, Persian. Yeah, she but she looks like Pauline Gretzky a little bit. A little bit, but uh, she left him. Yeah, yeah uh, she's very attractive. She's very attractive. She left him when he went nuts into the woods, ran into the woods with a gun. Yeah. Yeah, so then she uh, she got out of somebody else, like some other guy, mm-hmm. and she's now saying that I never thought I had two baby daddies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, listen, I went to girls who look like you in high school, mm-hmm. and they now have three baby daddies. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I'm not trying to stereotype you, mm-hmm. but like, you know, if it quacks, it's a duck. Do they still have that show together? But they, they, I know they were working together while after they got divorced. The Tarek dude? No, I think he, he's doing something else. But, he's, but, they, but, they, but they were for a while. After the divorce, they were. After the divorce, because I remember I saw episodes of them. My mom watches that, yeah. all that, that, sh- that TV channel all the time, but like there, I saw <laughs> episodes of that. Even my mom. Knows- I do also love trash TV mm-hmm. because it gives you so much material. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I love that stuff. Yeah. And I think you're right. When they were divorced, they were still doing the show. It was There, there was a weird tension there, though. Mm-hmm. There was a whole lot of like, you're garbage and that's why we're not together anymore, you garbage guy. Ha <laughs> ha, just kidding. Yeah. And you'd be like, you're blonde and dumb. Stupid fucking housewife bullshit and then he ran to the woods of the gun <laughs> like oh you're all cuckoo yeah there's all um, you are a stereotype yeah i don't know like those uh um actually you know what show i can't stand is that uh desperate housewives well that's that's uh, that's a that's a league of its own but um sure. that um you know that uh, on the it's on the hgtv as well but you know that um that real estate show in vancouver like oh, the uh, listed yeah, or whatever. Yeah, that's the one. You know the guy who's looks like he's looks like he's, he's he looks like a Russian. He's the dude. That guy and is that that woman that brunette with the with yeah? The, she used to be in the Bachelorette. Yeah, that yeah, the oligarch in the Bachelorette. Yeah, <laughs> she has that British accent. Whatever the fuck accent she has, she's from one of those war torn countries in Europe. But like, uh, oh no, we're thinking of somebody else. I think meant the because the lover listed. I think is that girl who used to be the Bachelorette, right? No, this is a, this girl's. Um, I think this guy like he's bald, but he has that one st- that he's holding on to that one stripe. I know who you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? I know yeah. who you're talking about. He has about. that punchable face, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah, I was, yeah, I was telling my mom because like, I was like, my mom watches that show. I'm like, yeah, I understand that. Okay, real estate is boring as fuck. Okay? Yeah, yeah. But like, uh, I get that you have to dress it. Yeah, up. yeah, you have to like dramatize it a little bit, right? But every time I see that guy, everything he says makes me more and more. I'm just like, if I ever saw this guy, yeah, yeah, I, I, I knew in you said, real life. Yeah, you knew you said how we were just talking about like, like you should never get into a fight. <laughs> yeah, I, that all that thing would get thrown out the window. You don't fight him. You grab I, him by yeah. the shoulders and you shake him. Yeah, like really yeah, hard. I, I, I would shake him <laughs> like this until he got down to about 45 degrees to parallel to the ground. I just starts. I, I would just start slapping him back and forth. Yeah, no, not even. Just keep shaking him. Yeah, but then he'd probably get off on it. Who knows? He probably. Yeah. Think. I know. I get rid of the rest of his hair. I'd probably just like shave the rest of it. It's a weird yeah, look. I'm like, man. I'm like, like, don't hold on to the past, man. Very aggressive, aggressive episode. Yeah, I, yeah. I just want to. Be, I, that guy has such a the, one of the most punchable faces ever. I'll tell you, you know who I'm, I'm a big fan of, and I've always been a big fan of because I, like I said, I watch a lot of that garbage TV. This is Property Brothers. I like those guys. They're likable dudes. 
I have nothing bad to say about them. I like the guy, I don't like the guy who does the uh, the hard the hard work, like the the, the, the manual work. I like the guy I like the guy who does the the actual like, uh, who does the 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 soft work. Angelo, I don't even know what the fuck name. Angelo is. and Darius. Yeah, they 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 actually they just did an episode where they on Conan where they they fixed up Jordan Schlansky's, Schlansky's office. office. Yeah, phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> it was actually uh, way better than I expected. Mm-hmm. I do like that though. Oh, WWE news: Roman Reigns went full full blown heel. Did he? It's incredible. Who's going to stop him? Uh, probably not Brock Lesnar, because now it seems like Roman is a new monster heel in town, and he did an incredible job. Mm-hmm. For a guy who was so babyface, mm-hmm. like he started out as a bad guy of the Shield. I don't know if you know about this stuff, but he's, a, he's like part of a, tra- a faction called the Shield. They were, they were heels. Ooh. They were hardcore heels. Mm-hmm. Scooby. They were mm-hmm. hardcore heels, Scoob. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> he was going to do the whole thing where they were going to be part of CM Punk's little team, and it didn't work out. Whatever happened, they ended up kind of becoming like this monster faction for a bit. Probably the last really good one. They all split up, and he went full John Cena babyface for the longest time. And they booed him. And he's The Rock's cousin. And then The Rock brought him out, and they booed The Rock, too. And uh, it, was, it was sad. It was really rough, because The Rock is trying his best to be like, that's my cousin, motherfuckers. Nope, they didn't want it. They booed him. But he went full tilt. Full. Full heel. Is he not? Are people cheering him now? No, they're still booing him, but oh, he okay. don't give a shit. No, it's okay. like he is now the tribal chief, the WWE, and is he, he is beat he up the, his cousin. Is, Rowan, is that the guy who uh, who rolls over, like picks up like cars and rolls them over? And no, stuff? that's Braun Strowman. Braun uh, uh, Andrew Shear. He's a, he's a legit car flipper. Like yeah. he's a he's a Arnold Classic strongman. Okay. Um, close to four hundred pounds. Legitimately does some crazy shit. Okay. You can go to YouTube and look at some of the stuff he's done. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Like when you when you look at how overpowered he is compared to the guys he's wrestling, like there are some people out there in uh in the WWE that you know what their history is as far as like wrestling goes. Yeah, or strength goes. Like strength goes, yeah, or feats of strength. Feats of strength. Like if you look at um, <laughs> Nick, those are the guys who celebrate Festivus. <laughs> they celebrate Festivus. They climb the pole. Yeah, but if you look at things like uh, Dolph Ziggler, uh, if you look at his college record as a as a actual wrestler, like collegiate wrestler, yeah. I think he's got more Div One titles than everybody else. On the company, mm-hmm. in the company, like he's got like legitimate records as a Division One wrestler. Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar. It's not believable that he's losing the guys because he just like he'd snap into his old training and he just fucking he literally crushed guys. Yeah. So when he does lose, you're like, this is not believable. Oh, it's yeah. not believable that Braun Strowman uh, Sheer is losing to guys by getting like picked up and thrown and people hit him with stuff. Yeah. Because he is legitimately ridiculously strong. Yeah, because they don't they don't really sell the in, the, the the pain that much. Yeah. Or well. Or well, well, he's he does a really he's actually gone from where he was to where he is now. It's night and day, man. Mm-hmm. Like in the, in a very short career, he's probably the guy who grew the fastest. He grew mm-hmm. very quick. Okay, but it's not believable that you know he he can't do what he says he's gonna yeah, do. Yeah, like I like if I if I was if if I was Brock Lesnar, I was, Ray, I was fighting against Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah, or whatever the hell his name is. They, uh, I would they, it would be over in two seconds. Once I got a hold of him, yeah. I just bear hug him and, and put him to the ground and molest him. And that's him. what he did. Yeah. That's literally what he did. And then, yeah. and then Ray got Cain Velasquez to come out. <laughs> Cain Velasquez. How long did that last? Well, Cain Velasquez has legitimately kicked the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Like he just has. Yeah. So he came out and did a bunch of wrestling stuff. And then Brock ended up like outmaneuvering him and winning. Yeah. Which also not believable because Velasquez is a fucking world destroyer. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's a legitimately strong guy. Yeah. Who has Brock's number. So at the same time, like, this is unbelievable. Yeah. They must have paid him a shit ton of money. Why don't they just go to the guys who actually wrestled in the, uh, or who fought in the UFC, whatever? Guys, this is WWE, but, like, I want you to put 25% of UFC in there. So you guys can actually, like, just, you guys can trade a little bit. Yeah. But just, like, make sure that it's, uh, it's, it's sellable. They, they tried fought- it once. Yeah. And it just, it didn't work. 
Like it didn't when they tried doing the the tough man competition, mm-hmm. where the, you know it was all kind of engineered to have certain people win. Like it was supposed to be Doctor Death was going to win, and um, what's his name, JBL was going to do fairly well. Mm-hmm. They had some legitimate guys in there who just mopped up the floor with all these other dudes who you've built up to be these like crazy strong guys. Like imagine you've got Steve Austin, who's your world champion. You put him into a legitimate tough man competition with Steve Blackman, <laughs> who was like a legit martial artist. Mm-hmm. And then he's a mid-carter who mops up the floor with your heavyweight champ. Okay, I'm going I'm to stop you right there, okay? Nobody can beat up Steve Austin. Well, the stunner is a hell of a move. It's, the stunner will is like... I, I, I don't even see Bruce Lee getting, uh, getting up from that. I see Gene LaBelle maybe yeah, giving him a run for his money. Yeah, or maybe uh, uh, Alex and Chad from Double Impact. Maybe Alex and Chad. <laughs> God, Alex and Chad. <laughs> I got to go watch that again now. And I will follow that up with a replicant. Yeah, Another exactly. twin one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How many twin movies that I got to do? But it was incredible. It was a, it was a brilliant... He, like, the haters going to hate. They're not going to like it. But the guy did such a good job of being, like, full villain and not looking back. I hope he does not look back. Stay villain. It's great. Can't make everybody happy. Can't make everybody happy. Also, I learned this week, I did not know this, having been around that world for a while, the Treasure Planet... Is still considered the most expensive Disney animated film, like 2D animated movie. Is ever it? Made. Yeah. Oh shit. It's uh, in 2002 or whatnot. It cost them an arm and a leg. That even with inflation, they haven't gone that high again for uh, for an animated movie. Really? Yeah. Even and if you look at the cast, even Frozen, nothing. Lion nothing. King? Nothing inside. Not even Lion King. Oh, Lion King's uh, was before that. Before that, yeah. Yeah. But uh, Treasure Planet was the most expensive Disney animated feature to date. Wow. Still is. Still holds the record of costing the most and has le- less name recognition. Then Lion King, Aladdin, Frozen, Sleeping Beauty, uh, the Sleeping Beauty sequels. Mm-hmm. Oh, the fuck they were. Yeah. Uh, Mulan. Toy Story. Toy Story. Mulan getting Mulan. ripped apart in fucking China right now. Fuck, man. Tenet made more than Mulan did. Uh, I think Tenet has more respect in yeah. China than Mulan does. Yeah, actually, they're saying that uh, like Tenet has made almost, I think it's like between three and four now. Three and four million? Four hundred. Four hundred million. Yeah, because it, it didn't make that much in the United States, but, it, but overseas in China, it especially, well. it made like it's made over three hundred million dollars. Yeah, it did pretty well. Yeah, so that's good. Yeah, it's, it hasn't even been released. In, basically, it hasn't been barely released in North America yet. So yeah. if it does, if New York and Los Angeles finally open up their theaters, because they're going to re-release it anyway. Oh, for sure. Yeah, they're going to have to. <laughs> yeah, because Tenet is just. Uh, I can't um, imagine that doesn't see like a, a wide release in a year from now. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. The um, because uh, that fucking Tenet is so good. Fuck, we it's, it's definitely good. need to give that another look. Yeah. Uh, God think damn it. To, go watch it. Go watch it. Fuck, man. Anything else you want to add to that? Oh, Roy Jones Jr. said he might have made a big mistake he taking did. Tyson fight. Yeah. I th- that's, that, that's, that's the second mistake. That's the third. Tyson that's the second. Just, uh, fucking throwing bombs. Yeah. That's the second <laughs> mistake he made. Oh, yeah. You know what the first mistake he made? So. Put, putting an album out. Putting <laughs> I forgot. That's right. Yeah. Roy Jones Jr. is yeah, a. I'm going to make my money for my family. He's a recording <laughs> artist. Oh, that's crazy. Shut up. Can't do it. Um, I am interested in seeing that fight. Did you see the Costa Adesanya fight? I saw the highlights. Oh my god, that was a could not have fucking been beating. Yeah, I look. I I respect Paulo Costa's ability, mm-hmm. but I can't stand that guy. No, I think he's a clown. Oh yeah, and I was so happy that a guy who looks and like Israel Adesanya, yeah. <laughs> he got disciplined. Yeah, he got told where he stands, mm-hmm. and he got told not to come back. Yeah, I think um uh. I know Colby Covington won his uh, his last fight. Yeah, uh, but he's got to. Uh, but he, I mean, is he fighting Hor- uh, Masvidal next? I don't know, man. If he does, <laughs> who knows? doesn't matter who he fights. That whoever that person is is gonna have anger towards that guy. Yeah, I mean, he can he can definitely he definitely has like a 
a skill. Like he's he's good at what yeah, he does. Yeah, and he's tough. He's tough, and he like plays he got, a character. And he riles people up. Oh yeah, like the um, uh, um, and like he was like, uh, he got his fucking jaw broken, and he still continued with the fight. So. Yeah, he continued the fight, and I mean, didn't really show but a he, whole lot of apprehension about getting smacked in the face either. This this fight, mm -hmm. you know. So I mean, oh yeah, but uh, yeah, let's well, see if he goes up against Kamaru again. Oh fuck, yeah. he's gonna get fucking killed. <laughs> he's gonna get slaughtered. I mean, he's he's now. I think. I feel like Colby Covington is now in that zone where he's not going to get past the gatekeepers. Yeah. I think that's where he is. He's yeah. going to become one of those guys. Because mm -hmm. there's like there's a different there's a different level mm -hmm. not to take from uh, Roman Reigns last night. There's, <laughs> there's levels to this shit. And I think he's at that place now where it's like, there's levels to this shit. Yeah. There's going to be guys who are just at a different level. Yeah, exactly. They're like, there's guys who are great, yeah. who, who ascend. Yeah. He's like a... Um, He's just going to play a heel and uh, just fight guys who... Just, he's a Diaz. He's a, yeah, he's going to take whatever's thrown at him. Yeah. He's a Diaz, man. He's yeah. a he's that, That's where he is. He's a gatekeeper. Yeah, he, he's he's one, he's a target now. Not because of, like, people want to test his greatness. They just want to beat the shit out of him. They just want to him. beat him up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they want to get the guy with the MAGA hat. Yeah. Oh, yeah. MAGA hat. I, I wish the one guy, like, take the hat, takes his hat off and just stomps on him and be like, get, the, get this fucking thing out I of here. I want someone to take a hat and poop in it. Yeah. <laughs> take my MAGA hat and... She didn't. Yeah. When is Make the, him wet again. Yeah. And where is the, when is the uh, um, Khabib fight? I think it was that end of November or something like that. Okay. Or I don't know. I can't remember. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I read about it or it's not even like set in stone yet. I think it's, I don't even think there's like a, a real date to it yet. Yeah. I think they're still kind of like mumbling about it. Yeah. I don't know. I think, oh man. Well, whoever fights him, don't get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> whoever fights him. Just, Justin's going to get like... Oh, it is Guy G, right? It, it is. It's, it's, okay, it's yeah. Justin, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't even remember if it's. Fuck, man. He's like, yeah, I think Khabib's gonna fucking roll that guy. I don't think anybody's getting past him. No, no one's getting past Khabib. Yeah, he's gonna retire undefeated. Yeah, and that's not like a that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. Yeah, yeah, that's a spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> another. Who, like, who, like, who's gonna who's gonna be his thirtieth opponent? It's not going to be George GSP. That's the GSP is the only guy I could see. I don't think he's gonna come back. That's for gonna it. That, no, but I think it's gonna be one of those. I don't think the two of them are gonna make. If they do fight, who knows? Like, I mean, it's like the Roy Jones Tyson thing, right? Mm -hmm. Where Roy Jones is like, I'm in, I'm in this for fun, but I think Mike wants to murder me. And I think it's gonna be what you expect from that if GSP and Khabib fight. It's gonna be yeah. I think there's gonna be like there's a not, skills. There's, it's gonna be a skill thing, yeah. yeah. Be, but uh, there's no. Um, I think GSP is like he would he would only take the fight. Like I want to goes I would take the fight if I give Khabib like a good match. Yeah, give him a good match. Yeah, make good coin. Yeah, because because they're they're close. Yeah, so, yeah, they don't hate each other. They, they, there's yeah, no they, animosity. There's there's, there's, there's like, Khabib like idolizes that guy. So uh, I I think yeah. it's like a like a reach around as well. I think mm -hmm. the two of them are pretty chummy with each other. Oh yeah, because they, they at, least, at least with, with what we see. Mm -hmm. because yeah, Khabib is like a, he's basically a new age GSP. Yeah, he's yeah. not like he's not. Angry towards people who don't give him a reason to be angry. Yeah, because I think with GSP is like he would get people on the he would get the guy on the ground and find some way to like either choke him out or do something. Whereas Khabib is like gets the guy same thing gets the guy on the ground but he smashes. Well, GSP was a grinder. Grinder. Like yeah. I mean, if you look at all of his fights, the majority of them very like he's got very few that were like a, like a hardcore highlight reel knockouts. Yeah. I said, who did he do the the one axe kick with? They had that in the the real oh, forever. Fuck. Yeah, what was that? I can't remember. Like like Josh Near somebody is like if I'm if I'm thinking about that right, but this is like 15 years ago. Yeah. So he had that. Those are his highlight reel things. But like when you look at his real highlight reels, he just like finds a human being and he breaks all the small bones all the way around yeah. their body. It's like what a spider does when it catches somebody. It's yeah. just like this, and it grabs them and just goes. Yeah. 
and then next thing you know, that person just gives up. It just crushes all the little bones. Yeah. And it leaves the big ones intact. But then everything hurts all the time. The person's like, I can't go on. Yeah. I can't fucking do this anymore. All my bones are dust. Yeah. I whereas, can't do this anymore. Yeah, where he gets, he gets on top of you and he just smashes. He just smashes and mauls and yeah. yeah. He's like the kid from fucking 300. He's, yeah, pretty he's much. the little kid, Leonidas, who just all of a sudden turns and he's like, Not anymore, motherfuckers! Yeah, just, uh, just, just kills everybody. Trains in the mountains and then just comes yeah. back and fucking destroys everything. <laughs> Every so. time I see him on Connor with his fist in the air, yeah. I'm like, yeah, he's the fucking kid from 300. Yeah, he's just like, and it's like hammer fists. Yeah. And he's like this. He's like, come on, let's talk, let's talk. And he's like, yeah. he's just, and he's toying around with him. <laughs> talk now! Yeah, he's like, what do you want to say? Talk now! No, talk now. It's only business. He's like, hey. And then... I like that's when he's yelling up at him yeah. while he's getting beat in the face. Yeah. It's only business. Ah, I was only talking yeah. for business. Well, Khabib said, Lee, Khabib said, he's like, uh, he goes, what did they asked him right after the fight? He's like, what, do you th what, what did Connor say to you? <laughs> All that stuff. And he's like, uh, he said, it's a, it's only business. But also, he goes, he was scared. He goes, he told me, please don't kill me. <laughs> of course. As he said to me, he's like, so. But the thing is, I have to believe him because he's so matter of fact. I just love that about him. He doesn't, like, he doesn't embellish shit. No, it's no he, point. What's he just point? tells you exactly. He doesn't know how to. Yeah, well, he, that's it. The yeah. language barrier stops him. Yeah. From really embellishing it. Yeah. Into like, that, like he's not gonna walk out there wearing a fuck you suit. No. Like he's <laughs> gonna walk out there and be like, I think, uh, fuck you. Yeah. Because look at him and Connor. And, like, they, yeah, they're they're complete opposite spec opposite yeah. spectrum. So like loud and like confident and brash, confident and low key. It's like when he says something, it's like he's boisterous. He's matter of fact. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, I love it. Yeah. So. Oh, I think uh, I would imagine. The, the music has probably been playing for a while. You know what we should call the music? Hmm. The Obliviator. The, the Obliviator? The Obliviator? Yeah. Based on this, uh, my favorite mm -hmm. Obliviator shirt? Yeah. Um, no, it's Excite Bike. <laughs> it's already, yeah. it's it's Excite Bike. That's what it is. Perfect. Uh, we, mini LEDs in the next iPads. Yeah. I'm cool with that, man. Yeah. I like mini LED. I, I hate OLED. I don't like ma micro LED. Mm -hmm. Mini LED is the way to go. No screen burn. Still use an LCD panel. Just a bunch of lights. It's all good. OLEDs are for TV. <laughs> OLEDs for babies. Yeah, yeah. OLEDs are for like TV because like it, it can turn the screen off and it, it can it has a screensaver on it, so yeah, it doesn't yeah. burn in the. It does, does no burn in. Well, but if many LEDs take for, off the way they do. But for iPads, you know, like you're gonna have it's gonna be on for so long, right? Yeah. You don't want to, you don't want your, your iPad screen to burn in. It's gonna yeah. cost you like thousands of dollars to like fucking repair it. Also, be a new iPad. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, which I'm surprised they didn't do with their their history of planned obsolescence. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised they didn't put OLED panels in an iPad. Just like screen burn the fuck out of it. Yeah. And then you're like, I gotta get a new one. Thanks, Apple. Yeah, exactly. Just to suck more money out of you. Get more money out of me. Yeah. So, ah, whatever. Um, I think that's show, buddy. All right. Peace out. <laughs> <laughs>